exclusive, not from Rutgers, but from FDU. <laughs> Arshin made me do that. Um, yeah, hey guys, um, welcome to everybody's podcast. I'm here with my co-host Arshid Bora, and today we're joined by the lovely Yusuf, who's not from Rutgers, that I recently found out. He's from FTU, but he hangs out with the Rutgers guys all the time. I don't know what that says about FTU, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yusuf, uh, Yusuf is a, a renowned best-selling author and a, an illustrator of sorts. Would you call yourself that? No. <laughs> That's okay, I would um, call you that. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I guess I'm an unpublished author. Well, also, the, well, you're an unpublished author? By the few text messages I, I sent <laughs> you, the ones you read. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yusuf sends me a couple <laughs> like, text messages here and there. And they're like, you know, they're. I feel like you could write a book eventually. I feel like that know. takes a lot of patience and editing and too much time. And I don't know who would read a book written by me. Dude, that that's quitter talk, man. I don't I think don't I want to write write a book. Um, one day, one day, maybe you'll change your mind on that. But you're also a uh, you're an artist. Yeah, I used to always draw as a kid. Still dabble in it a little bit. You do a little bit of with. Uh, we have to move this laptop, by the way. Why? Remember, it's blocking us. God damn it. Okay, so we'll just continue where we left off. Yeah, so you've done some, uh, you've done some dabbling in the, uh, <laughs> in the, uh, in the arts yeah. a little bit. But you've also you made some money off of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple of years ago, my my brother-in-law he introduced me into something called Amazon merch. Yeah. Um, basically, you can just make designs on Adobe Illustrator or whatever platform you want, and you upload that design through this program that's free to sign up and Amazon can approve it and if people like the design they buy it off of Amazon uh, like a t-shirt design or I think recently they started doing I mean not recently like past couple years they started doing pop sockets and have you doubled in that too yeah yeah it was basically just like some designs are like pretty intricate like I'll make like a collage of some sorts and then some is just like some fancy looking text. Um, and I always wondered, I was like, yo, it'd be so cool to see someone like wearing something that I designed. And that would be freaking wild. That happened. That happened last year. Yeah, yeah. Really? They came up to you or you just ran No, no, no. I, okay, so it wasn't, it wasn't a shirt. So I, I literally just made a pop socket that just said Muslim on it, right? Yeah. And I was just chilling with one of my friends. Wait, um, so how many, just out of curiosity, so we can figure out how unlikely or likely this was how many did you sell how many did those sell oh i don't know exactly about that if i were to give it a number a mm, hundred to 150 maybe of them and and they can't wait so does amazon do it only locally or like all of no all over the i mean all over the united states and then they recently opened up to like like spain france i think japan italy like countries like that so a hundred people in America, bought your pop sockets. A bunch of people in America, and then he saw one. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so keep going. Okay, so the basically the pop socket. It just said Muslim in Arabic. Yeah. Right? Like easy, simple design to make. Yeah, yeah. And probably took like literally five minutes to make. And a pop socket, I get like two dollars royalty off of it. Um, but I was just showing in the mushrooms with one of my boys, um, Osama Khan. Yeah. 
and we were just talking, and then he was just playing. You know how Shout people like, Samacan. yeah, you know how people just like flick their pop socket, yeah, and they're just playing with it. I looked down. I was like, this is the moment I've been waiting. Like, I was just like waiting for to see a product like I made. I never was bought it, any. Of oh, was it on Osama's phone or was it? Yeah, it was on Osama's phone. Uh, so and you he, know he had it. Yeah, yeah, he had it. And he didn't know you'd made it. No, no, he didn't. Did know. you tell? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's I was, crazy. I was just like, like I cut him off in his sentence. I was like. Yo, 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 where'd you get that? He's like, Amazon. I was like, I made it. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I made it. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I got so excited. I read this thing online the other day. This guy was like, he went to his friend's house and his dad like wrote a book one time and he went to his friend's house and his friend's dad had the book. Oh God. And he was like, oh, that's my dad's book. And his friend's dad was like, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty popular book. Your dad probably has a copy. He's like, no, idiot. That's my dad's book. You freaking put some respect on my dad's name. Damn. That's, that's hella cool, though. Yeah. Dude, that's such an. It's like, uh, going off of that on Reddit, there's a question the other day. It was like one of the most popular questions. Like, when do you feel the most. What is your most, like, you have no power here moment? Right? I, I can, saw that. At that. I feel like at that moment, you probably felt like so special. Because, like, with no pushing of any sorts or any mm. guidance he just found your pop socket out mm. of everyone's and Dude, took your it friend and which is insane i mean is it really that insane like yes. how many muslim people are in there dude yeah i, I get these are only is sold that, wait is this only locally no that, it's not no it's no not it's sold all over the country exactly. i'm just saying like so how many muslims are there in the country? okay i guess yeah if yeah. i sold 100 the chance it's kind of crazy yeah so you're a little bit of an uh, Amazon entrepreneur, entrepreneur yourself. <laughs> Another way I was going to introduce you is... Do you have a true my, renaissance my man old, here? Uh, <laughs> my, my, an old business partner of mine. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, technically, we never officially like called it quits. But... We could always restart, yeah. Hey, man, I quit. <laughs> this is where... Uh... No, I'm kidding. Maybe that'll happen again one day. Yeah, we could but, rebrand, yeah. do something else. But yeah, man, those, those were... Those... Dude, it could have worked out. It's just we were super busy. Like our, our schedules didn't align. So I've heard rumors that Arsha every couple months decides, you know what? Let's do a new venture. That mm, where this rumor from? Just from people, right? It's like every time Arsha's like, "Yo, let's start something." So I know, <laughs> I know you've had something in the past, but I don't know what it is, and I don't think a lot of our viewers know what it is. So you guys should talk about it. What was this? this? Like a trafficking? Thing. No. Yeah, just like trafficking. <laughs> Wait, some... trafficking what? We could keep down the deal. Oh, cookie God. cutters. Right, we gotta edit this out. We gotta edit this out. Actually, though, cookie cutters. Yeah, yeah. It was cookie cutters from China. Dude, Weird looking you're at. You're lying. Or no, it was no. like um, incense sticks, right? Like the ones that you put into oil. Oh, and they yeah. Like, no. So, yeah. um, <laughs> the reason it didn't work out was, yeah, because we didn't have enough time. But you know why we lost motivation? Because hmm. of the freaking China tariffs. The what? China tariffs. Wait, that wasn't it. That was it, bro. It was... How much were the tariffs? They, that's what pushed it over the edge. Remember? Oh, the, the, the cost of, like, shipping it over? Yeah. Mm. It was also... Amazon's not cheap to store their products with. Like, that was... Well, yeah. That was nothing. We, we had it all kind of calculated out. Yeah. And then it was just a bit more than we thought. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're doing, a, when you're doing something like that, a bit more is a lot yeah. more. Yeah. How much were the tariffs? I can't. It was like that. cutting like a good like forty percent into like what? into like revenue. It was quite a bit, man. Yeah. Just from the tariffs? Just from like ship cost of shipping, like like yeah. True. It was crazy, man. Um but, but why from China? Why don't you just get it from the Chinatown store over there or something? <laughs> because it's cheaper. <laughs> Is it? 
Yeah, it was like ten. It was like a penny a stick versus like so much more. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna. Also, you're not gonna buy in bulk at Chinatown. <laughs> that is fair. They're probably getting it from Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> so go to just go to the stores. But yeah, going back to Arsha's like whole venture. Then I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he does that or not. But like, I I respect that. I like. I respect someone who who um can explore the many like things life has to offer and actually like puts their foot down and goes out to pursue it. Like life has so much to offer and so many paths you can take. Like we're young, we should try to explore those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I I I thank you by the way. That that's, that's a really nice way to put what Zamir said in a very vicious. <laughs> I didn't put it viciously. Attacking I'm just, I was just trying to understand that if this if I was just your latest project and then this is gonna die and he's gonna <laughs> die. No, this time. isn't gonna die. Shall By I the know. way, this yeah, okay, so so the reason this is different from anything else that I've done so far, and I guess like um This is also something that I discussed with our old our old co host, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine, but he's just not on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not dead. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead to us. <laughs> no, he's dead. No, he's dead. No, okay. Yeah. Um, Are you going to see him tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's no beef. <laughs> yeah. No beef here. So imagine we started, everybody started Twitter drama. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should start For the drama. publicity. Yo, I'm down to start some Twitter drama for publicity. New facts. That's a good... I barely use Twitter, so that's... Do you have it? I have a Twitter. But what, what I was saying, what I was saying was the reason why this is different is because I remember when, like, I talked to Ahmed about this. I don't know if I said this to you too, but I was like, yo, there's going to be, we're probably going to have a lot of episodes in a row. And like the only viewers are going to be like Blase. my mom and Blase. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, Blase, and then Blase's mom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Blase's mom watches <laughs> um, But... I was like, I was like, look, I'm ready for that, and mm-hmm. he he was like, yeah, like it's just gonna happen, and I was like, yeah, I'm ready. To literally what's, going, what? What's like your goal? Here's the thing, man. So well, before we continue, I like to say, I like to step in here as someone who's recently taken control of the business aspects. We have, I think, I speak for the both of us that the difference between, well, I don't know about our past ventures, but like the difference between stuff I've done in the past, like you know, to like make money and stuff like that, and now is that I actually like enjoy this yeah. right mm. this isn't more like a like a job like it's more like if this becomes successful then fine it became successful but it's not like we have to actively go out of our way and just put in the hours and just be like oh we have to keep on going and going yeah, like yeah. this is enjoyable for us it, it's yeah. enjoyable i also i was reading i'll go back to the point i was going back to before but let me say this i was i'm reading this book right now and this guy was like yeah it was taking a long time to get through the book and publish it and i thought for a long time that i wasn't going to finish it and then he said he was talking to one of his like close friends about it and his close friend was like you know what you should do you should give yourself permission to not finish the book which is mm. interesting and then that gave him the motivation to do whatever he wanted with the book because then he didn't have to get it exactly right anymore yeah. he didn't have exactly. to do this yeah. in a picture perfect way and that's kind of what it is like what the podcast is it's just kind of for us to enjoy ourselves and we have hopes that maybe it be- can become something big we'll move in that direction but the point isn't to do that the point is to enjoy ourselves yeah mm-hmm. and we're ready to fail which is why we'll never fail that's a good <laughs> saying that's we're a ready good saying mm. if you if you're ready to fail then you're just basically always succeeding mm. so, that's so true there you go so like and that's the saying of arshad's good saying collection 
Yeah. Saying number one. <laughs> Saying number two. Have you heard the other one? No. The other one you gotta hit him with the other one. Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, dude, right now? I mean, I feel like everyone should know this. Like, this is just a really good saying. Like, event- at the end of this, we're gonna write a book, hopefully with our author friend's help, <laughs> and it's gonna be like a memoir of all the good saying Arsha's done on this podcast. Well, this is most likely the first time anyone's hearing this because there's no way anyone watched all three times. Also, yeah, that happened like in the middle of the podcast, too, right, so ready? no one got that far besides well. The art of negotiation. Hold on. Give you messed it up. No, 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 no. Proper negotiation is the art. Of putting on a guise of agreeability no, no, while no. being disagreeable. No, hold on. No, it's it's something like that I think it was like negotiation is being disagreeable. Oh, yeah. I got and yeah. edit, edit, cut, cut! Yeah, Proper negotiation is being disagreeable under the guise of being agreeable. There you go. Mm. There you go. There. That was it. But anyways, we we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we have that's, that's some Don Draper stuff. Yeah, Dude, yeah, we've talked about this. We've uh, in what episode was this? I forgot. He's like, also a madman watcher. Oh my god, then we'll talk about Madman in three seconds. <laughs> Before that, it was probably in episode five. You guys should go ahead and watch it. And yeah. Um yeah. I mean I was thinking, I was like, we're like friends and we always like like we've had we talked about so many stuff before so yeah. i was like how much of like this podcast or like this interview or whatever is going to be stuff that we already talked because we already talked about madness that's true um like just just like among ourselves you know what i mean yeah. yeah but like i feel like with the nature of this podcast like because it's not scripted and we kind of just do whatever like it always brings up something new so what i was going to bring up with, with relate to madman which i'm going to transition into right now i was talking to my mom the other day and i'm just like you were what Talking to my mom the other day. Oh, okay. What did you think? Is it? No, no. It, it's too- okay. <laughs> I was talking to my mom the other day, and then I was like, man, our house... Your what? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Arshid's mom the other day. <laughs> All right, we won. I'm kidding. I'm sure your, mom's lo- your mom is lovely. But yeah, um, I was talking to my mom, and then I said, my God, our house is so hectic, right? And she's like, yeah, it is. Because, you know, I'm staying home for school. My sister's staying home from school. My dad's working from home, and my mom's trying to do, like... like mom stuff and like we're all in the same house and it's getting kind of crazy and like man sometimes i really wish i could just pull a don draper and just leave you know and like do whatever i want for a couple hours and come back so when i was saying that the episode that came into my mind was i don't think this is a spoiler but like it was a son's birthday party or daughter's birthday party right and all the neighbors were there and like don was just getting pissed off so he said i'll go get the cake but he went and never came back and he just yeah. he just went to the train tracks and just chilled there for hours and, yeah, yeah and like besides the context of skipping his son's birthday party like that all right fine that's kind of like a bad move but you think that's like a power move to like just vibe on your own like just to escape it's not even a power move i just think people should do that more often like yeah, somet- yeah. sometimes i will take the long way back home yeah just because i can like listen to my music and just drive and just the, chill the other day, yeah yeah the other day I mean, this I do this every now and then. I just like, I just got some like fast food. Mm-hmm. I got like my own meal. It was that night, and I just put some Netflix on in my car. And I just like ate by myself. It was just relaxing. Dude, that's like, such a vibe. Same. Yeah, same. like yeah. it's like we. I mean, last couple of weeks I've just been busy, but like oftentimes, like a couple times a week, we'll like hang out with their friends. But like, you should be comfortable spending time with yourself too. Absolutely. So, so then that was the thing. That was like my mom asked me like are you depressed? Are you okay? Because she's thinking that I'm going to random parking lots like Don Draper and just pulling out a cigarette and just smoking hmm. and doing nothing. And I'm like, I'm not depressed, I would say. I would just say like, you, 
you just sometimes need time to yourself mm. to digest life, yeah. right? And just dude, you know what sucks, by the way? What that cigarettes are bad for you? Yeah, yeah. That's it. They're because they're so, dude. They're so cool. They are cool, yeah. But I guess like the toned down version of that that I recently started doing. It's like I associate like chai or coffee with like. With yeah. like just vibing, just yeah. like a warm cup of nice chai that just yeah, yeah. that just like hits right. Yeah. We're just chilling on my own, listening to some lo-fi beats or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just doing some work. It's just like a nice like chill. Yeah, tea is the tea is better than cigarettes. No, but you can't pull out a tea. Just be it's like, different. It's like different. you can sip on it. You sip on yeah, it. Yeah, but if I'm in the car, like it's nice and relaxing. No, but like okay, you can. Also, I like to do it with my coffee sometimes. People are talking, and I'm like, because when Don Draper, yo, when Don Draper like talks in the show, like. The cigarette is a big part of his speech. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, like, if you say something to me, right? I put the cigarette in my mouth. That means I don't, I don't even care enough to respond within the next couple seconds, right? Just taking it slow. It's puff a- out, dude. It is the ultimate <laughs> power move. It's man. like a, it's almost like a laser pointer of the conversation. Like you're guiding the conversation yeah. with your cigarette. Like when you like breathe in and like suck it, suck it, suck in. Like, people pay attention to you. To some degree, mm. you can do that with coffee. Okay, I, I... I just... I don't know how I feel about doing that in general. What? Like, yeah, it's cool to be like, oh, like, the alpha in the room, right? But... I mean, is that actually, like... Well, if, is that actually, like, something you want to, like, put as, like, a role model? Like, If you're, like, trying really... No, no. I, I think it looks cool. If you're trying really hard to be an alpha, you're just not an alpha. Yeah. But I do think it's cool. I do think that's something I like. Mm. It's something. It's something that I, you know, it's like nice. It's just okay. like a little little <laughs> cigarette in the mouth, but it's just that it freaking sucks for you. Sorry, what were you saying before? I totally went off on a tangent. No, yeah, no, no, no. We're just talking about like just doing stuff on your own and like, um, how like how that's like. People don't do that enough. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and like, that's like that's the thing. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? That yeah, it's a. I think it's a good thing. Like. To just vibe on your own and do nothing? Like, do you think doing... I know some people I would mean, say, can... like, doing nothing is bad. If that makes sense. Like, if you're not doing... Nah, bro. Doing nothing is the best freaking thing. It feels uh, good. It's much... Ne- it's needed every now and then. But, like... Well, it's cool when you do nothing after you did something. Yeah. 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 I agree. Dude. I was... So... I've been... Dab- Actually, I'm going to talk about this later. I'm going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about this right now. I mean, the floor is yours. It kind of like it kind of like blends into this conversation. I've been yeah. on audiobooks recently. Oof, dude. Let me tell you something. Right? Hey? Yeah. Audiobooks are crazy. Which book? How so? What's the difference between physical book and audiobook? Uh, it's not like inappropriate or anything. It's just um, audiobooks are like found time. Because what I've been doing is, yeah, you ever like clean your room, like, and you're like focusing on cleaning your room. If you focus on cleaning your room, it freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like when I'm cleaning my room and I'm very consciously cleaning my room, I'm like, this sucks. This is like yeah. the worst thing I've done all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool seeing it clean, but the actual act of cleaning it is like, God, like get me out of here. But when I have an audiobook on. Yeah. I'm just like and then <laughs> randomly like my room is clean yeah. and I'm like oh I guess I'm done with this chapter and I guess my room is clean and you're not even paying attention to it 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's like anything, like I'll be making some food, whatever. Yeah. Anything I do, I have an audiobook on. I go, f- if you go for a run, I, I would put it on when I go for runs. Mm. You can walk while you listen to an audiobook. Dude, audiobooks are crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I've always, I mean, since I, I've been commuting, right? Since from like for two years now, right? This semester is a little different. I'm staying at home, but like, I, did, I never minded my commute. I would always, I learned so much more about so many different things than I would have if I didn't commute it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would always, always put something on. Like, that'd be one, like, I'd sit in my car, I would have a series, and when I'm done with the series, I'd find a new one to, like, just listen to. Like, over a hundred episode series, like, I've gotten through just because I had that time, yeah. like, to myself, like, driving. Sometimes I'd also drive without putting anything on, just, like, thinking. Yeah. And then, like, recently while working at Amazon over the summer, I, you weren't allowed to have headphones on, but I was like, I'm not going to waste four hours doing some mindless, like, moving box task. So I I put in headphones and I got through so much. And I actually realized something. I started not liking work and I eventually stopped working because I ran out of good things that I wanted to listen to. That's crazy. (laughs) And it's almost like you didn't work when you were listening yeah yeah no i didn't mind going i was like get paid while like listening to stuff that i want to like that's like yeah like i went to work like looking forward to like the next thing i was gonna listen to and that's a stark contrast to when i worked amazon i hated it it was torturous but in the way there and the way back i I worked with hamza so we would Mm -hmm. go together way there on the way back we listened to a podcast and it's like found time yeah otherwise the the commute there and the commute back you can if you don't do something in that time, you can basically add it to your work day. Yeah. Like as what I'm saying is like if you think you have a 40-hour job, yeah. you know, you're not doing something during your commute, you should add the hours that you're commuting mm-hmm. to your to Yeah, your work definitely. Week. And you we were talking about this like just on the drive here like while we we're grabbing food and stuff, like just valuing your time. Like I always just valued my time, right? Like always just making sure I'm I mean, sometimes like yeah, calls for like like how we talked about just like relaxing not doing anything just taking a break but like i feel bad for the people that listen to music the entire two years of commuting every single day versus the someone who listened to something that made them smarter right right? right. like i was like how can you just like because if you add it up what, what like hour and a half five days a week what's that like seven and a half hours every week for like 52 weeks times two i mean okay like counting the summer like times 40 that's like so many hours that's 280 hours times like however many years you're commuting you could do so much in that time versus not doing anything and like i'm a big like I, i heard this quote like a while ago um the person you are like five to ten years from now is what you do, like, when you're done with your schoolwork, when you're done with your chores, when you're done with all the stuff you need to do, like, that, those five to six extra hours you have in the day, yeah. what you do in that time is the person that you will be five to ten years from now. You can either do nothing in that time and not grow as a person, right? Or you can, like, explore your interests, like how we are talking about, like, explore life, go through all those different ventures, make a plan, do something. What and be like is, on top. What if that thing is I play League of Legends? Where does that bring me in five years? <laughs> I was about to say. That, so what does that bring me in five <laughs> years? When he, when he said better be the freaking League <laughs> of <laughs> Legends champion. <laughs> when he said two hundred. No, 
When you said 280 hours, I'm like, oh my god, that's like the amount of hours I spent on League, like three weeks <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yo, nice. the amount of time that the amount of time I used to play playing Call of Duty as a kid is freaking disgusting. Now that I think about it, yeah, but you're good I mean, at like it. that entire. I mean, I, I was good at it, but like it was fun. But like exactly. by the end of like the year, by the next Call of Duty that was coming, it was like 25 to 30 days played, like of time. Damn. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, that's two hours every day for a year because that's one, 25, 30 days is about a month, which is one twelfth of all the time in a year. Yeah, dude. Two so hours. One twelfth of each day. So you spent a month of your life playing Call of Duty? No, a month each year. Each game. <laughs> for like For like three years maybe, right? But... He spent a semester playing just Call of Duty. <laughs> but I mean, I was top like, I was top like 1%, so... Ooh. So, yeah, pretty good. That's pretty... I mean, now that I look back, I'm like, I wish I did something better with my time. But, like, you're a kid. So, speaking right? about wasting time, you bought the PS5? We bought the PS5, guys? <laughs> I was thinking about getting the Xbox because it's Halo. I was just getting nostalgic about it. I was yeah, just like... Well, but, yeah, but... Yeah, what were you saying? Just... I don't know. I was, I was talking to Zero about this earlier, too. It was mm-hmm. just like... How much does nostalgia have into effect about the things that you like? Like, I like a lot of things. I realized because... I like them growing up. Like, Pokemon. Like, anything to do with Pokemon, I just, like, nerd out a little bit. Because it's just, like... That was my childhood. Yeah, yeah. Just hearing that different town music. Actually, I'll I'll go into this later, actually. There's one thing else I want to hit on. But, like, Pokemon, Halo... Did you watch Dragon Ball Z, by the way? No, I didn't. Did you watch Dragon Ball Z? Okay, by the way, Dragon Ball Z is one of those things where... I went back and watched it recently, a couple episodes. It's kind of the most butt cheeks for the show. I was like, but it's overhyped because people associate with nostalgia. Yeah, no, because I think what happened was like. Oh, Avatar also, yeah. Sorry. You know, what happened with Dragon Ball Z is a special case because it is objectively very trashy. No, no, there's a lot of filler, right? But like when it gets good, like the fighting scenes, especially when you're like a young kid who didn't understand, like. The, the nuances of like what shows should be and you just saw people fighting at like light speed which is like pew 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 and just like going back and yeah. forth in the blocks and all that that seemed super cool to you mm. and probably over blue like the five episodes they spent leading up to it like i remember when dragon i never watched dragon ball z when it came out because i was warned of that but i remember when dragon ball z kai came out which you never really- watched dragon ball z when it came out because you were warned of that when you were how many years old i don't know man. but the thing is i watched, <laughs> I watched it like naruto so Dude, you must have been like five years old and someone was like, dude, don't watch the Dragon Ball because of the plot line. You, dude, any five-year-old would be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, What's I know, but it wasn't like, I, yeah, I, like I, wasn't, I wasn't enticed. <laughs> I wasn't enticed to it. But then when Kai came out, I was told, oh my God, it's short. So I'm like, okay, let's see it. And then it still had some filler, but I was just like, man, this fighting is so cool. But then looking back, Dragon Ball is like kind of bad. Well, okay, yeah, it's, it's like, honestly, I've, I've also... All right, well, let's go back. Let's go back to what Yusuf was saying real quick. What were you saying before? Nostalgia factor. So that's the thing. So that's the thing. On top of that, I used to have a bunch of action figures when I was growing up. And I used to play with them. And I used to mimic fight them, right? Straight up, I I basically copyrighted all of Dragon Ball stuff. I made my action figures, like, go up power levels. Did you make the action figures? No, 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 no. But, like, when we would pretend fighting, I would be like, oh, this guy is going up the power level, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I would narrate everything. And it would be a couple, like, story arcs and stuff like that. And, like, I would, like, throw them to, like, signify how hard they were punched and stuff like that. It was really embarrassing looking (laughs) back. But I had so much fun as a kid. I remember I had a red Power Ranger that would, like, had, like, 
it was like a drill. I forgot what Power Rangers generation was, but Power Rangers for me is super nostalgic. Mm. But yeah, it was like a drill thing. So I remember like I speared like several of my action figures with that with with a drill, just like signify, oh look, it got killed and stuff like that. And I'd bring it back from the dead, and they would fight again, and all this stuff. Like straight up, I just basically re- made my own cartoon universe with those action figures, and like. It's looking back, freaking nerd. It was so bad. I remember, like, there were times I climbed trees and dropped the action figure (laughs) just to signify that it like fell a long distance because I was playing it in my head. So in my head, I'm like, all right, this got punched really hard. I need to do something reflective. Your your parents must have looked at each other and been like, "Do we need to take him to the hospital? What is going on here?" Uh, Okay, imagine, imagine if that like, like that's actually pretty cool. Like as a kid, like not all kids do that, right? Yeah. Like, imagine if that was, like, mentored into, like, something that you could use to, like, like, develop as a trait that, like, you could use as a job, like, in the real world, right? Yeah. Like, those traits, that like, not everyone has that type of imagination, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's actually a pretty, like, dope skill to have. Yeah, but then the thing is, the thing is, when you're a kid, I, I don't think you can turn, I don't think you can turn that time that a kid just, like, screws around I don't think you can turn that time into like a how can we how can we make this something beneficial for them in their professional careers just because that's like the antithesis of being a kid you know what i mean yeah you're just kind of doing stuff for just doing no 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 like i'm saying eventually like get like imagine if you got something to like make what you love doing into something that you could like use to live off of but i feel like when you're a kid you're really i feel like the word is fickle like you're like I, I did that for a, like a, a long time, but then I stopped. Mm. Is it recording? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. So then I so I did for a long time like uh, throwing the stuff and everything, but then I stopped because I realized it was childish, mm. right? So then I wouldn't want to continue with that. But then if someone told me at five years old like, "Hey, dude, you're gonna become like a let's say an animator for like some cartoon show or something," right? So you gotta stick with this. I feel like I wouldn't have liked it then. Then it mm. just been like someone told me. But like no one told me like, hey, go throw your action figures off a tree. I just did it because it was fun. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what? Why is, why is Japan like the place that ended up making so many animated cartoons? Like, why is it Japan? Maybe it's like their culture. I mean, I don't know anything about, but like, I'm guessing it's their culture. Like maybe it has something to do with, um. Like why? You know what I'm saying? I feel like for worldwide culture, I don't know why, but like a lot of the Asian countries have like culture that goes across their borders. Like you know, things like from Bollywood, then mm. there's Chinese stuff, and then there's Korean dramas and music, uh, and then there's yeah. Japanese animation, and then there's like it's just what they're. Good I at. mean, something that I really like, something that I really like that is a common theme in animes, is just like this the adventure, right? Like that, some that's something that's always intrigued me. No, like this, have those in American shows too. I just don't know why. Japanese. Not to that same level. Like think about like like Poke- Okay, I'm I'm gonna bring up Pokemon because like that's Japanese or Avatar or or I guess even Naruto, Avatar right? would be American technically. Technically. Okay, but yeah. like um, I'm just talking about like the adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Like a ten year old kid just exploring the world, and again, like just seeing every part of the world seeing the problems going out with their friends having a good time solving problems and like that always just intrigued me like i was sorry continue what you're saying i'll come in after yeah i'm just talking about like the whole like adventure aspect you know what i mean just like yeah yeah. i think it's a different type of adventure japan has this like this is just me like free balling right now 
anime kind of has this like level up feature that the characters go through yeah where it's like very straightforward like they get more powerful they change how they look mm -hmm. and that's really kind of cool when you're a kid and like it's really cool also for people that like play video games and like get new i feel like the anime the adventure style that's like an anime is like very similar to like games where the main character goes yeah. through like i'm blue and then in 10 episodes i'll be red yeah and then exactly. 20 episodes i'll be purple and there's nothing against that so i mean it's kind of cool to watch like going super saiyan one two three four you know what's a show an anime probably technically that i watched as a kid that i loved and i'm not ashamed to admit this but in like high school i went back and rewatched at least 100 episodes Straight up most obscure mm. anime ever. It was really embarrassing. But do you guys know what Mega Man is? Yes. Dude, you know, do you know the one where it was like they plugged it in? Like, Mega I don't know how to describe it. No, I, I don't know, but it's the one that was on Cartoon Network when you were a kid. And like, all I remember is that you had to feed in chips to your freaking like... Yeah, 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 yeah yes, thing, yes, yes. And you would like do special abilities. Yes. Dude, I loved that show. Yeah. But that show was the embodiment of exactly what you said. You had the blue Mega Man and he would level <laughs> up into red. Yeah. Then like freaking different colors like green or like yeah. white or whatever based on his power level. And now that you say that, that is a common theme across all of those like naruto straight up just turned wait wait don't wait. i didn't watch yeah, yeah. No, but naruto like straight up like when you know they have the red eyes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. The, yeah so the red eye the the more colors yeah, different forms yeah the more colorful you are the more power you have and there's a very yeah. distinct theme that i haven't really explicitly stated until you said it right now which can be said for a lot of animes, yeah, but versus like friggin' uh, versus like American shows, where it's like, like what are yeah what are American like adventure shows like that? Like I can't even think of it. Don anything. Draper, imagine if Don Draper like in like you know season six when he goes through a transformation, imagine he just got the friggin' Sharingan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so Amazing. what aspect of this do you think you could like do people apply to real life? I think I mean I was talking about the adventure thing, right? But like love like adventuring, I guess could be like travel, right? Like everyone like. I mean, most people, like, they want to travel, right? Yeah. Not a perno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just going to sneak an Indian matchmaking. <laughs> yeah. For the viewers out there, I finally watched off it, so I'm an expert. But, yeah. But a perno. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? Yeah, continue. Like, what? <laughs> okay. you said that, I was like, like hold on. I was like, son, what? <laughs> Adventure. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what aspect do you think of leveling up do people like apply to their real so, lives? So what I think th that entices people to stuff like that, especially, is that it's a very straightforward concept. Like Dragon Ball, you go into the time chamber, you'll come out one Super Saiyan up. You go again, you'll come in another Super Saiyan up. And there's one, two, three, four, and two beats, and three beats two, four beats three, and stuff like that, right? So, the, so like the almost rigidity of that leveling up structure makes it so enticing. Like for Naruto, one tail gets beaten by two tails, gets beaten by three tails, gets beaten by nine tails, gets beaten by Sage, blah, 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 blah. So when you have that straightforward like progression, a lot of people, I think, really enjoy that, which is really different from real life. Because there's nuances, mm. nuances, and and like it's not as easy to just Dude. become a better yeah. Whenever, whenever yeah, I yeah. whenever I feel like I've gone through some sort of transformation, I'll yeah. change something, something right here. Really? In your face? No, like uh, like maybe I'll get a haircut. Maybe I'll trim my beard. You do that? Like no, actively? Not, no, no, no. I I think uh, not when I go through some sort of transformation. But every time I do it, I feel like I'm a different person. Yeah. Every time I okay, but that's the opposite. That's doing something first. No, but but I think it's motivated by like something that you did. 
feeling like it's time for a change mm. and then doing something and then I, I i associate something with it i feel like I don't know, maybe yeah no that's i i kind of agree to that like you do feel like a different person if you change up your hair or you're wearing something new yeah. or or you were, you you bought something new or yeah. something but like i was also thinking about going to the gym right just getting bigger yeah. Yeah. like that's like apparent like you know like i could lift this much before now i can lift this much yeah so that's like that same type of leveling up type. Yeah. Yo, um, I was gonna say you know when I said what makes Japan that place, I was gonna say before what makes China the pl- like what makes Chinese people like the the knockoff people. I think they have those everywhere. It's just that China's so big. Like I remember. So yeah, but the Chinatown in America. How do you explain that? Dude, in freaking. Part of so the- again on on the story. So so um, so what happened was in like uh, like eighth grade I had an obsession with Beyblades right. And I was told that foreign Beyblades are crazy. Like, they're made out of actual metal and they'll destroy American Beyblades and stuff like that. So, my mom went to Bangladesh. I'm like, when you go to Bangladesh, get me a Beyblade, right? Or give me a couple Beyblades. And I like, told her the colors and stuff. She brought them back, and on the cover, there was exactly what I wanted. So, I was so happy. Like, oh my God, I got it. When I, then they came out, they're straight up pieces of plastic that were so bad. But I'm just like, where the hell did you get this from? And she's like, yeah. In Bangladesh, there's like there's a, a Chinatown in Bangladesh. No, no, in Bangladesh, there's like a there's like a place. I'm definitely butchering the name, but it's called like Jinjira or something, where they make knockoff brands of stuff. It's like phones. Was it phones. Chinese people? No, it's still Bengali people. Are there Chinese people in Bangladesh? Maybe I don't know, but like yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I feel like there's that knockoff thing. Like you can see that same thing like in America. I'm sure like if you buy like. I don't even know. But like, maybe not America, but like in different cultures, there's that knockoff place where they exist. It's just that China is so big, right? That we kind of just assume that, oh yeah, most of them there is knockoff. Nah, bro, they're the knockoff people. <laughs> they definitely just supported everything people. you said. Yeah, no, that's false. <laughs> to everything you just said, that's false. <laughs> Alright, fine. I, I mean, see. like, there's, there's China and then there's like, I guess like, I don't like know. Italy, where it takes like everything and it makes it like fine, like an art or something. Yeah. Like everything's like individualized. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, there's just. System? We're good? Yeah, we're good. Alright, we uh, just took a little break to um, release ourselves. <laughs> release ourselves of our bladder pressure. <laughs> Oh, God. What's another way to say that? Relieve ourselves of our stress. Relieve ourselves of our <laughs> remember of that our urinary um, stress. Remember that um, sound I made afterwards? <laughs> oh, yeah. After Yusuf, okay, you weren't here, but Yusuf came out of the bathroom and he just shouted, Oh, yeah. Wait, no, a, that's not it. <laughs> no, I was like, what? No. <laughs> I went, I went, woo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go, oh, yeah. He just wooed. You, you know, like, sometimes you just, like, do you yeah. guys ever, like, if it's, like, Really cold or really hot in the car, you just get in and you just like, like you just yell or something. Yeah, yeah you just. You guys, do you guys ever like? <laughs> I, we're getting into questionable territory. Do you guys ever hold your? Do you guys ever hold your? Welcome to your, Advice Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you guys ever hold your pee so that it's more satisfying when you actually pee? No, man. If I can go, I just go. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I actually just, I, I for the first time ever, I just peed in my backyard. That was kind of nice. You actually did? Yeah. That's why you're buckling yourself when you came in. Well, yeah. What do you think? I said, I said. I, I think you were kidding. Why would I kid around about that? Oh my god. Hey man, I'm gonna go pee in my backyard. What do you think I'm doing? Oh, 
But anyways, it felt kind of nice because I was like in touch with in touch with nature. I was listening to the birds around me. <laughs> this is how our ancestors so did yeah. it. It was it was honestly a great experience. Connecting with nature. Remember? Okay, this is like bad to connect it this way. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know even what you're about to say. But go. It was just like. I think one time after Rucker Jamarcus, I was just like talking about <laughs> connecting with nature. Oh, no. Dude, what better way to to what better way to connect yourself with nature than to associate relieving stress with nature? That's something, baby. Peeing in nature. <laughs> I'm just waiting for this whole thing to blow. Imagine, imagine being okay. I, I always want to do this, but just like we like just like going out hunting your own animal. Yeah, yeah, and like. Cooking it, organic, <laughs> cooking it, eating it on your own. Like you, that's that's coming back nature. home. Your wife is like, "Where are you?" Like, Shut up! <laughs> Put this on the freaking stove. <laughs> Ashley, there's something I'm telling you. That's so bad. Why is Ashley like <laughs> fantasy involved? <laughs> like, no, no, you do it all yourself. I'll make, yeah, I'll make myself. Man. I'll cook it myself. Yeah, and then and then you go and you feed your family. You're like, eat up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Freaking made it myself. There's something about that. There is, there is. There's something very uh, animalistic about it. Mm. You know where animalistic people go sometimes? Prison. Oh. <laughs> this is that transition. Yeah. So, that was a uh, really good transition. Uh, yeah, that was. I'll, I'll give you a <laughs> you're, you're picking up your transition hey, skill. Um, but yeah, was, there's a story about how one of the friends in my childhood friend group and on our basketball team and stuff is now serving, I believe, 15 years in state prison. Yeah, 15 to 20 years, something like that. I, I, I don't like know the exact What's numbers. The I didn't keep up yeah. much with it. We need the whole story. Spice it up, please. But basically, I don't know if you guys know, but I grew up in a small town of well, Seals Grove, Pennsylvania. By the way, I want to preface this with uh, the way I found out about this was one time Yusuf like, made a funny joke. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And he's like, he's like, yeah, the kid that told me is, is spending 15 years. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So I grew up in this small like um, town in central Pennsylvania, Sealance Grove. I don't know if y'all know about it. But what's the area called? Shout out there. 570. That's I mean, a lot of a lot of Pennsylvania is 570. What's the um, but you know, my how, <laughs> you know how the rapper shout out. You were about to answer that too. No, I was, I was, I was thinking about his question. I was like, did he mean zip code? Did he yeah. say area code? Cause like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm zip, zip code? code. You know how all the rappers shout out like the yeah. yeah like, what does Drake shout out? Six one six, one six, something six six. Okay, but no, he does a three digit. Three digits like the area code, like five seven zero, or like the three one three for Detroit. Like Eminem does that. Oh, is that what the six is? Is that what it Maybe. is? Maybe. I know, right. I know the six is something Canadian, but okay, fine. But yeah, um, okay, anyways. So, like, we're a tight-knit community growing up. Just like me and my friends, we we um, grew up, like, playing basketball together. Like, all the, all the, like, guys I was friends with, we were on the same, like, travel basketball team. Were they brown? No, no. I was, dude, I was, like, the only brown kid mm-hmm. in the entire time. That's why he plays basketball so good. He was raised by the non-brown people. <laughs> When I when I tell people I'm and from I'm Pennsylvania, talking, they're like, "Oh, from Philly." I was like, "Bro, yeah. Pennsylvania's so much bigger yeah, than just yeah, Philly." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but um, yeah. So he was on that team. We even had like, um, breakfast at his house, like team breakfast. His mom was like a teacher in the in the school district, and then 
apparently, I mean, I moved, I started high school here, and I, I found out from my friends that, like, when he started high school, like, he kind of, like, got another group of friends that were, like, he had, he had multiple groups of friends, but, like, he started, like, aligning more with another group of friends. He got involved in, like, selling drugs. Um, then, like, he was, he was making, like, thousands of dollars. Like, he'd post pictures on Instagram of, like, just, like, racks of money. And, like, he had, like, so much, like, jewelry. And, like, people would ask him, like, where he got it from. He was like, oh, like, I started some business, like, online or something. <laughs> right? Like, like supreme, like, sh- like, supreme You know the stuff. Sopranos? The, he, whenever you ask Tony Soprano on that show what he does, he says, um... I didn't watch Sopranos. Uh, waste management consultant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never watched Sopranos, but that does not sound like a, yeah. a trash man. Italian mob boss comes to but, um, waste <laughs> So this, um, yeah, he just got into selling like different types of pills and stuff. Mm. And he got like really big in the area, like multiple like counties like depending on him. Like he was like the drug lord of like bed. central Pennsylvania. And like he would go to like Philly in high school. In high school, yeah. What? And like he dropped so much weight from like the drugs he was using. He had like, oh, another point. I mean, I'll, I might bring this up later. Yeah, I'll bring it up. But like he was going to like Philly and New York like every weekend to like his suppliers apparently, and there were multiple like overdoses that he was connected to, like overdoses and deaths, like six in the area, because of drugs that he supplied. Six people. Six people. And, like, but, I mean, it was, like, a large radius, right? Like, I'm talking, yeah. like, this huge So, that's, that's how he got busted? No, no. <laughs> let me let me tell you. So, in Sionscrib, there's a university. Um, Susquehanna University. You guys probably might have gotten oh, emails yeah. from them, right? I think I heard of it, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, that's where I grew up around, right there. Um, he supplied weapons for a raid on campus. Wait, maybe. wait, wait. Say this very slowly. Raid? <gasps> raid? A raid. Like, maybe somebody wasn't paying up or something. And he supplied like weapons, like pistols, and maybe like I don't know exactly. Does this what happen weapon. regularly? Like they just go raid campuses? Like, no, it does not happen regularly. And <laughs> I knew people that were going to campus at that time, and I asked them about it. They're like, "Oh, that's what that lockdown was about." <laughs> and um, well, the point I wanted to bring up, so that's that's what he got busted on supplying the weapons for that raid on a university campus, bro. So right. you tell me if he didn't help out with the raid, he just been a millionaire. That's probably what he got caught for, right? Yeah. Um, then he got maybe charged for the other stuff, right? But I mean, I don't know all the details about it. Um, but when I was in middle school, going to his eleventh grade birthday party, right? Oh, he was older. Than no, this is this is middle school, right? Eleventh grade, twelfth grade. Going or eleventh eleventh birthday party. Oh, eleventh. Yeah, no, I was 11th about to say eleventh grade. grade. When middle I was in middle school, school going to his eleventh or twelfth birthday yeah. party, right? Yeah. I didn't realize how serious this was when I when mm-hmm. I saw it. I was like, kid, in the black ops, right? Yeah. Guess what he got as a birthday present? What? A pistol? Yeah. Yeah, you're on the right path. An AR fifteen. Got an M sixteen. Full M16 assault rifle. This was before. And his, dude, he's yeah. This is way before. He's 11. Are you allowed to carry that? I don't know. It's Pennsylvania, man. But like, <laughs> he you had it. You should know. I was a kid. Um, but like his parents like got him that. Right. And I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I used that in Black Ops. <laughs> I, I got attacked oh, off with that. That was just oh, cool. cool. But like now looking back at it, he had that thing under his bed. Like, 
Legit, M16 assault rifle. Dude, that is... I touched it. Like, I wanted to pick it up. That is school shooter material Um, through and through. Why? So, where's... Nah, school shooters aren't... Were his parents... Okay, so eventually what happened, like, his dad was, like, really involved in his job, and his mom, like, had, like, a mental breakdown. Um, But were... They were, like... But, I mean, so, like, I guess there's some form of, like, neglect that led him to, like... That may or may or may or may not have contributed yeah, yeah. towards. No, I mean, but like, it's not like his house is a crack den. Like, they're not. His parents are like actively using it in front of him. I don't know. I don't know the details. No, because then I'm just like, how the hell did he go from that to like scheming mastermind? Like, it's not easy to run a drug operation. Like, it's maybe it is. I don't know. Um, Damn. But yeah, I get maybe just not enough people do it, but there's maybe just not that many. Who no, but from what you just described me as, like this is a serious thing. It spanned several counties. Yeah. So like what, the rain? No, 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 no. Drug, the drug operation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. How old was he? He was in high My school. Age. Twenty. I mean, yeah. When he did it, he was seventeen, eighteen. That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. He's seventeen year old, freaking controlling several counties in Pennsylvania for drugs. Mm-hmm. God yeah. damn! You know what yeah. you should have done? You should have liquidated that. <laughs> he should have been involved in the should've raid. Li- if he didn't get involved in the raid, I mean, he'd have been fine. fine. I mean, you can say about anything he did. But why? He shouldn't have done this or that. You <laughs> <laughs> about literally all of it. Like, oh yeah, I'm just. Thinking- By the way, my watch keeps telling me to stand, and I'm like, shut the hell up. Wait, why? My watch tells me to stand. It just does that. But anyways. No, no, but that's the thing. So, like, I'm thinking from, like, Breaking Bad perspective. He could have just been, like, a new freaking Walter White, made a shillion bucks, doesn't have to go to college, and just continue from there. But that's living risky, dude. Dude, how do you, like... Or, well, he clearly, from... You said there's six tests associated with his drugs. I'm sure he was aware of them, and he clearly did not affect him. So, or some he, sort of... Or he could have just gotten all the money, liquidated it, liquidated it, and gone to school for free. Actually, he's not saying like the type to go to school. Yeah, I mean, like, if you if you go to a drug dealer, and you're like, yo, you should like sell all your drugs and go to school, they'd be like, get out of my face. What are you talking about, bro? Like, shut <laughs> I up. Mean, he wasn't. He wasn't like a. I mean, he wasn't necessarily like book smart, maybe, but he wasn't dumb either. And he was actually like, like I remember he was involved in the in like fifth grade. He was involved in the duct tape wallet business in our school, and that got pretty successful. And it's like. If you can run that as like a ten year old, like you you, you can go play. Like, wallet business? Yeah, you would make like the wallet. So like yeah, you'd make uh, wallets like with cool designs on them with duct tape, right? Fully out of duct tape? Yeah, fully out of duct yeah. tape. So like technically in school you're not allowed to sell to like other people, but this was so cool that like, yeah. like, m- like the principals and teachers at my school they didn't care because they're like yeah. this is cool. Like yeah. teachers are buying from them. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like if you have that type of drive and like you're that smart, you could. You could do it. So he just it. didn't use it, right? <laughs> the right should, type of stuff. I should did not go that way. Like he could have, he could have gone places. And then, unfortunately, like if he gets out, like when he gets out of jail, like probably not a lot of places are gonna hire him, and he's he might go back to doing what he was doing before to get by, I mean, which is sad. What else? What else do you do? Like who's gonna hire you? Yeah. And then you need money, and you know what works. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, what I'm saying. You know what line not to cross. And the, and like one of my one of like my um, so our coach, I'm like really close to him. I still talk to him. So like our, our coach growing yeah. up, um, I was talking to him, and he's like, he works with like the state. Like he works like he's a patrol officer, yeah. and he's the one who told me that. He's like, I wouldn't doubt like when he gets out that he's gonna get back into doing this because he's yeah. like he's seen it so many times. It's like, like like you said, like that's what works. People need money. Yeah. You're not getting hired. You're gonna go back to what you know works. Yeah. 
And he probably, he's like, another thing is people make connections when they go to jail. Yeah, yeah. They, exactly. they like find out more about their, their business. Dude, this is his, this is his version of college. You know how when you go to college, <laughs> spend four years and you're technically like at a deficit? Uh-huh. It's supposed to be a return of investment. This is his return of investment, bro. God damn. Dude, there's so many actually prison stories that like people go to prison and they come out like learn something with their life change. like malcolm oh, x yeah. that's what happened with malcolm x yeah, yeah, yeah he went to prison he was a dude he was a thug when he was in his 20s you yeah. got i don't know if you guys read his autobiography but he was a straight so, thief yeah. he used to rob people like and he used to work in like um he used to just come up with like robbery plans to like rob rich people mm. and like sell stuff mm. And, like, there's actually this one cool story where he was, like, in his autobiography. I don't want to butcher it, but, like, from what I remember, he was literally just about to get caught. Like, there's one car in the neighborhood. People already called the cops saying that we've been robbed and the car is, like, out and they're making a getaway. And the cops trailing him. And what he does instead of letting the cops stop him first, he pulls to the side he gets out of his car and he asks the cop for directions um, to, to like, so they wouldn't be suspicious uh, of him. Wait, that is so smart. And he gets back in and he, he, they get on their way and they're this close to getting caught. And eventually he does get caught, right? Ooh. And then he goes to prison and that's where like... Oh, he got caught. Oh. I mean, event, no, not, not, he got caught later on. Like, like, not because of that one time. Many, like... Later, yeah, he was doing many, later. many robberies. Um, later on he gets caught and then... He, that's where like he gets influenced by Elijah Muhammad, the right, right, right. the leader of the Nation of Islam and stuff. Right. Well, yeah, but, but Malcolm, see, that's like a good story and all, and I agree that Malcolm X is a, and like an interesting character, and like his story is something a lot of people should see. Like the autobiography you're talking about, I think we saw a movie in sixth grade or something, on that. Right, it was a really mm-hmm. good movie, so I'm sure the book was amazing. But the thing is, when it comes to prison right so like the original problem like you said related to your friend even though he served his time and he's technically supposed to have repented for what he's done the situation he's thrown back into has gives him no other choice yeah he, he, he just comes out knows what line not to cross he's like all right i'm good as long as i don't do that yeah so now smart a criminal yes yeah, so that's, so that's a problem right <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's one way to look yeah so then that's a huge problem like why is it such that the place we live in like going to prison so like i was reading like places before right that going to, like other countries like the prisons there are like actually like nice and like people are provided with different services and like places to learn and stuff to become a better person right rather than just having getting paid like five cents an hour or stuff like that because the whole point of prison is not supposed to be to punish but rather to reform oh dude, but, dude. Mm, okay i mean some countries do that but have you guys heard of I mean, there's a documentary on Netflix called The 13th. Have you guys heard of it? I've heard of it, but I've Wait, not but watched it. Just real quick to say, just as a rebuttal to what you said, if if you make prisons too yeah, it, nice and smiley, yeah, then who's yeah, trying to stay out of prison? Yeah, right? but obviously prison isn't going to be like a place where you have fun, but rather like it should not be what it is now. In the, mm. in, in a place, no, America's like prison system is like, like Yeah, it's like, it's like a place literally yeah. like where you just go for cheap labor and then you learn nothing. Like, you have no shot at changing anything in your life you just get thrust back in to mm. society and you're like oh yeah no <laughs> that cheap labor aspect though the 13th right so this was like it got famous like a couple yeah. months ago when like black lives matter was more of like a hashtag trend right yeah um 
Which is kind of sad to see, like, people, like, join the hype train and then drop off and aren't, like, involved as the activism when it's not yeah, as yeah. much popular. Mm-hmm. But, like, some of the education things that, like, people encourage. And I actually made my parents watch some of this documentary because I don't know about your guys' parents. Yeah, but, like, I don't know what you're I don't <laughs> but, like yeah. there's, like, brown stigma. Yeah, like, it's not necessarily their, no. their fault entirely, but there's... And to each individual, there's some degree of fault where you have to think at your own level, right? Yeah. And, like, my parents, alhamdulillah, they've, like, learned, like, so much about, like, unlearning of what they were taught as kids, right? Yeah. That's why I don't blame them. Because it's, like, why do they think like that? Because growing up in, like, Pakistan, that's what they're taught. They're literally taught this crap. Yeah. yeah. Because of British colonialism. But anyways. No, no. Just on top of that, like, even on the Indian matchmaking show. The Indian matchmaking show, like she describes a lot of girls as fair, like cons- a lot, and I was like, mm. what did she, what does she mean by fair? And then I realized later on, she meant fair skinned. Yeah, and I was like, it's just like so embedded into her culture. And another thing I find hilarious is that people will say that right and like be be like, like like discriminate against people of other skin tones and stuff, but then they don't realize like, dude, we're freaking brown. People look at us and they're like, yeah, we're. They look at us and discriminate against us. So why the hell are we judging people who are dark, like darker than us, when we're part of the same discriminated group? Like I just don't get that. I feel like it's so backwards. Like who who do, especially like like the Indian subcontinent. Like who do they think they it's are? It's colonialism, man. Like yeah. if you if you, I literally was explaining this to my parents. I was like. Do you guys know why, like, white people, like, power to the white man, or, like, why fair people are superior, or, like, why brown people, like, mm-hmm. want to get, why there's, like, a billion dollar industry around this? It's because British people came in, they literally taught everyone that we're better than you, mm-hmm. we have white skin, if you want to get like us, act like us, look like us, right? That's why these people are taught self-hate, and I guess this connects with Malcolm X, it's like, he was all against that, he was like, who taught you to, like, hate your own skin color, who taught you to hate the way your hair is, the way your nose is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like colonialism, now you have to, like, you have to think for yourself a bit, take a step back, why do I think like this, and, like, unlearn that, and mm-hmm. help, like, re-educate your own people because of that. So anyways, yeah. the 13th, um, the 13th documentary it goes into prison in america and it's bad man it's literally like it goes into how basically modern day prison is a loophole for for slavery to still exist yeah the 13th Mm -hmm. amendment is that the 13th amendment abolishes slavery right but only for but the loophole is unless they're like a prisoner yep so that's going into cheap labor. That's what it is. Yeah. They will... And, like, we don't need to... I mean, I guess, but, like, it's known how, like... Um, you know, the, the foundation of cops in this country. Like, basically as slave catchers. Mm-hmm. And um, the system, like, cops in prison goes back to slave catchers and slavery. Like, that's, that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the parallel. Yeah. Um, and prison now like you you'll see a black person get put into jail for carrying weed on him yeah but like this mass murdering like white person like he'll get treated like so kindly you know what i mean is there a connection between people who run private prisons and their ancestors ancestors being slave owners oh i'm not sure about that but yeah but interesting one right um because if 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 police are kind of synonymous 
or if police are parallels to, or I guess the evolved version of slave catchers, then perhaps prisons are the evolved versions of plantations. That would make sense. It, yeah, it is nice. So the, the, yeah. the thing that the documentary goes into is that like black people are unproportionately criminalized and put into prison mm-hmm. where they're forced to do like slave labor, basically. They, mm-hmm. they get paid like men, menial wages, like 10 cents an hour, right? right? And they're literally making like products for like big companies that, I, I don't know the exact names of like them, but like very big companies that like we're all familiar with. And they profit off of these people in prison that are put there, yeah. like, unfairly. Like, mm. for time periods that they shouldn't be there. Or for yeah. crimes that other people wouldn't be put there. But those people are put there because of their skin color. So, yeah, so that's the 13th. Have you seen the movie Just Mercy? I've read the book. I had to read it in high school. Damn, a lot of people read the book. I never knew there was a book. But yeah, it was with the guy from Creed, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Um, the movie was really interesting. Um, without spoiling it, it was kind of similar. So what happens is there's a... Michael B. Jordan plays a black lawyer who's recently graduated from some big shot school, I think, right? And everyone's saying, oh, go to the major cities, become a lawyer, blah, 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 do this, this, this. But he decides to go to a small town in southern Southern America, right? Literally small town. Southern I say Southern. Southern America. Southern America. Okay. Southern. Thank you, Borat. Southern. Southern America. But anyway, he goes there. It's a small town. There's not a lot of opportunity. But he says, I want to go there to try to help my people. And like, you know, so he becomes like a defender for black people, right? So the first case he takes on is a really, really big case in that there was this black man. Uh, black talking man- about Black Panther, right? The movie Black Panther. No, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just damn it. you said he becomes a defender for black people. So I thought Wakanda. <laughs> God damn it! But yeah, um, yeah. what? You bum boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, you don't know that? That's the chant in Black Black Panther. Is it? Yeah, they bum, go like bum, you bum boy, and then they all chant that while like striking their. Oh, I, I don't know. That. Isn't that from Lion King? Yeah, I thought it was a Lion King, bro. Well, the African setting, so. <laughs> yeah, Wakanda. Where's the oh. I don't know the line. I don't know. All right. <laughs> okay, so anyway. So, so, the, so the case is... I love how we're talking about serious topics, but then this happens. But anyway, the case is... The case is there's this guy who's accused of killing a white girl, right? Mufasa? Mm. Sorry. <laughs> accused of killing... Accusing of killing a white girl, but the thing is, like straight, <laughs> straight up, it's so weird. Like the movie does a very good job, so you have to, you have kind of have to watch it. But like, you know, it's not the black guy. Like it's impossible. Like the the white girl was in town. Wait, this bla- sounds like the freaking um, Atticus Finch. Who was that from? To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. I never read or watched. Have you, you seen that? Yeah, or I read it. Yeah, yeah. That's like you have to read. Wait, that this book is like the plot of that book. So okay, so let me say. So let me finish. So it's obviously the black guy didn't do it, right? So then the white, so then the Michael B. Jordan comes in and is like, oh no, don't worry. I will save you. We will get you out of here. I'm a newly graduated lawyer guy. I know a lot, blah, 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 right? So he's very naive. So the story is basically of him realizing, God damn it. I can't do anything. And the futility of like, no matter how hard you try, that like when the system is so deeply corrupt, from all aspects, it doesn't matter if there's one good guy, because like 
every other guy is against you. So like there were false witnesses, right? So there was like this white guy who like basically made up an entire story just so he could get a lesser sentence. The sheriff doesn't give a damn because he's a black dude, right? The mom and dad are delusional because they're like, oh my, I refuse to believe my daughter was killed for by someone else besides a black man because she's so mm. good. Why would anyone do that to her? Blah, 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 blah. And like the movie, like it's just, I don't even, it just when you watch it, you just become so infuriated because like it on the outside for us it's so easy to see like what is happening right so even though when the decision is there and it's really simple and just needs to be said like the words just need to be said like not guilty like it just doesn't happen like for one way or another whether they're racist or corrupt or something like it won't happen so like i was thinking of that movie and like like that meme where it's like uh you know where patrick and the man ray Mom, like, mom. No, no. The, oh, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, this, so this is yours. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, all yeah, so, that. So, so the, like, so the okay, white guy was there. So the white girl was in town. So the white girl was in town. Yes. And like, yes. And okay, we'll act out. The white girl was in town. <laughs> okay. And the black man was in the forest. Yes. So the black man could not have killed the white girl. Okay. So is the black man guilty? No. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, I mean, yes. Wait, I'm messing with it. Damn it, man! <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like I don't know. It's like it's like a it's like an easy conclusion until yeah. the very end. So stuff like that, and like there were powerful scenes where they like stood up in prison, and the people they just lost hope. They're just like, yeah, not- yeah, like dude, like it it leads to like a certain level of like like despair. Like like what is what are we supposed to do? Like how are you, how are we supposed to like dismantle a system like that? With that's so like hundreds of years of like. And there's so many rules. Like, how are we, like, supposed to do it? You know what I mean? No, but that, that's the thing. Like, the despair. Like, going back to your friend. Your friend, as you said, his household was probably very neglected and stuff like that. I'm sure if he was given, like, a proper setting, he might be good, might be bad. Who knows? But mm. the thing is, he wasn't even given that chance. And there are millions of people just like him. And they go to prison for what? They just get punished and then get released expecting to be, like, Oh yeah, you're all fixed now, and it's that barbaric way of thinking. It's like how my how parents used to think, like, oh yeah, if I can beat up my kid a lot, they must be good, right? Because I hit them a lot. But then recently, in recent generations, you find out that that is a barbaric way of thinking, and that's not how it works. But rather, like voices of reason and like persuasion and like actually trying to connect with them is a better way of trying to teach people. There's an interesting that that uh, interesting thing that Dr. Shadi just put out recently. I don't know if any of you saw it. Also, Mufti Wasim like reposted it, um, and it was it was really insightful. It was kind of what you're talking about, but it's like uh, you know that thing that's like um, when you ha- you when you're trying to convince someone of something, or when you're trying to tell your kid that they did something wrong, whatever. Oh, I saw. People that, yeah. now should people now are like, oh, you should say three good things and then say the thing. He's like, yeah, that's cool and all, but you do that too much, and you're just kind of uh, like pandering to your kids like no okay like uh, like obviously sometimes you have to get hit sometimes you have to get punished and stuff like that right but like (laughs) it should not be the only way like there should never be a chance where i should just be like you have to listen to me because i said so like how does that fix anything like no one's like all right fine i'll listen to you because you said so like Mm -hmm. whether it be the kids whether it be to do dudes in prison whether it be it's like the freaking like teacher trying to discipline the students like that never works so i don't understand why it's so ingrained in society that like Pure punishment is the only way to be to learn. Well, it's not. Well, but sometimes, uh, sometimes, I always thought that growing up is like sometimes you need to, 
It's like it never works when parents or whatever are like, oh, it's just because I said so. But sometimes you do need to learn that sometimes it's just because someone said so. Yeah, I'm, sometimes it's fine, man. But like, it should not be the only time. That's the whole point. Like when, like, I, like what I just said. Like in prison, like there's no opportunity to ever get anything besides being in prison. Like you don't come out of prison learning stuff. You just come out of prison being punished. Right? There's some educational programs in some. That's prisons, very but... rare. Most 99% of prison life is you wake up, do the labor, and go back. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm saying. That's the whole point, especially in the in this country at least, right? That's why, like, I've heard some programs where it's just like if you read read like a certain number of books and like you write a certain number of like reports on it, like you can get your sentence reduced. So those are recent programs coming out mm-hmm. now. But what the hell have you been doing for the 300 years almost that this country has been existing? Like, bro, what? It took 300 years for someone to realize, you know what? Maybe <laughs> just beating up people is not the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like you just wonder. I had a very powerful discussion with my dad the other day, right? Like, we had a really heated argument, and it, it didn't end well, because me and him were both really hot-blooded. But, like, it was basically, like... Because the rear was a powerful discussion, but his dad was just reading the newspaper. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 it was a debate. It was like, I, I remember... Oh, very good, very good. I remember when we were in high school, we were taught by different philosophers of the Renaissance era, right? I forgot the names. One philosopher was, like, people are good, and one philosopher was, like, people are bad, right? Mm-hmm. So then, in conclusion... I'm like, I've done my own thinking and I think I realized that in conclusion, the most, most of the people are just dumb. Like, <laughs> no, nobody's, uh, nobody's a hero and nobody's a villain is the way that someone put it once. And I like that one. No, I, I don't know about that. I'm just saying that I think most people are dumb. Like there's so many mistakes in society that seem clear once you reach like a certain point of thinking. Right. But it's, that's not what, it, that's not what it is. Right. Yeah. But then also, psh- but then also, like, from your perspective, from your perspective, you know everything and everyone else. I'm not saying you, I'm saying yeah, yeah. in general. From your perspective, you know everything and everyone else is dumb. And from their perspective, they know everything and everyone else is dumb. So it's like, mm. I don't know. It's just, it's this weird thing where, like, people have to accept that there's some gray area in a lot of things. And, like, I, I think that's also something that people fall into a lot. I want to shift away from, like, the, the serious conversation in a bit. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we can have some goofs and gaffs in a bit. But, um... Like that's a, I, I'm, this book that I've been reading right now. It talks a lot about how to. Uh, it talks a lot about like delving into your own childhood, and it's a scary thing, by the way, to delve into your own childhood. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, we always sometimes think about our childhood, and we're like, oh, maybe this was unfair, and that was unfair, and this is how it'll be different, and this is how it'll be different. Mm-hmm. But when you have like a guided way of of looking at your childhood, it's really freaking scary, actually. But you're really you're brutally honest with yourself. And there's like, in in almost all of us, there's things in our childhood where we'll see them, and when we grow up, as we grow up, we'll notice that maybe those things are bad, and subconsciously, sometimes consciously, we decide to do the exact opposite, and like we have to understand that there's some like a bit of gray area. Like growing up, um, I don't think my parents watch this podcast. I got hit a little bit too much, right? Yeah. But when I like now that I, when I like and who and it's so hard to say what the right answer is like when you're a parent it's like everyone's trying to figure things out mm. right but when i have a kid does that mean i'm not going to hit him at all no but i think with that at least is that it's a it's a continuation of a, of the of the trend of parenting like i'm sure your parents probably like my parents got hit right and their parents got hit by their parents and so on and so forth and it's just a continuation so i don't think it's that they don't know that it's 
that what's right, what's wrong. Yeah, it's just that that's the, that's the way it is. Know. But sometimes, sometimes we go and like a, we sometimes like the pendulum swings too far, and we treat things like a pendulum sometimes. And like, um, like for example, I'll say like that happens a lot. Okay, like um, when it comes to something like like bullying. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer: Don't bully people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, people used to have. Uh, like I, I I say this I tread carefully when I say this because it's never good to bully someone but it's good as a person to have been through like rough experiences kind of when dealing with other people and to a certain degree get made fun of like by your friends even because people used to have like kind of like rougher skin a little bit yeah and now mm-hmm. uh, you don't have that because we swung <laughs> in the opposite direction so now yeah is it a lot I mean, of people are soft yeah this generation yeah. is like high key soft people are soft like i remember <laughs> i remember the first time i know there's this meme on the podcast where i like to think i'm a tough guy and all that yes. and everything but i will definitely into this, it. what you're feeding very much into no it, okay yeah I, I i don't think i'm like a tough guy or anything but i think like back when i was at like at home in, in fairlawn in high school like the way we just like communicated with each other is we would just like hardcore roast each other we wouldn't we would draw no lines yeah. we'd come for your ethnicity we'd come for how you look come for how big your nose is come for how big your forehead is yeah we come for we come for how socially awkward you are yeah, yeah. come for everything right and it's okay and eventually you just get thicker skin but uh, i remember i came here like one of the first days i came here like um i was sitting with a group of people oh no and <laughs> and someone said something that was just like he was just asking to be made fun of so I jumped on the opportunity, and nobody laughed, and they were all like, "Dude, what the hell?" I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like "Okay." Yeah, you test the water. That's how we do it. That's you how we do it. You test, the, you test the waters first. I mean, that was me testing the waters. And, oh God, yeah. am I going on? Did, you didn't do it again. What? <laughs> you didn't do it again. No, I didn't. well, I eventually like I was like I was like, look, you guys are just, you guys are being a little, little too too this way. You guys think like bullying can be good sometimes? Yeah, I feel like when I was a kid, I uh, I did get, yeah, we, I'm sure. I've oh, yeah, it. you definitely got bullied. Dude, people, <laughs> I can tell. You didn't yeah, need to tell. I'm screaming, guys. I've been told that I'm very easy to make fun of. But before anyone says anything, I like to defend myself. It's because <laughs> I can already sense our shit trying to come up with something. But before, before he does, I just like to say it's because I put myself out there a lot. I'm a very, like, outgoing guy. And, like, when there's more material... It's easier to say something, mm. you know. Is that what like, you tell yourself? I don't hold anything back. If people know I'm an open book, so if I do something stupid, it's because I enjoy doing that stupid thing or whatever. Anyway, yeah, I got made fun of a lot, but I handled it fine. I think, like, obviously, there's some rough times where, like, I remember, like, I don't know about you guys, but when in public school, like, my the entire like the class is very brown because Biscataway, Edison, mm. all that brown people life, but um. And I was a little kid, right? And then, like, I'm trying to, like, I played a lot of sports at that time. So, I kind of didn't have time to, like, do video games or, like, hang out with friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'd go to practice and come back late and go to sleep and then wake up and repeat and stuff like that. So, I didn't really have that much of a social life. And I remember, like, even when I tried to hang out with people, it's, I don't, maybe it's, I'm over-exaggerating from my personal experiences. But, again, the brown people are very, very seclusive. Like, they, you're either in that group or not and I'm sure uh, that, yeah okay I see what you're so I'm sure maybe maybe I'm generalizing but this is from my experience but like yeah those guys were really rough to me as a kid and there were times I was just like man this sucks 
they're not talking to me. And I'm like, I feel like they should because I'm one of them. We're, we're from the same motherland. <laughs> like, I should be included, right? But, alas, like... If, yeah, that's just how it is. That, yeah, that's just how it is. And, I, and, like, after a while, I got over it. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. And, like, I feel like that shaped me a lot as a person now. And I kind of don't just, like... I don't ever, like, fit in with just one group. Like, you know, some people just have that one squad and they... Yeah. Go all through with all that. I just like talking to anyone who's interesting. Yeah. So and like yeah, it shaped me well. I think that way. But like, yeah, it shaped you all right. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> I think I turned out right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That's that's a good. Did you ever get bullied? Like, I guess if you ask anyone if they ever got bullied, the answer is usually yes. But yeah. Like, I mean, there was like this one time in like kindergarten where just like this big kid. I don't even think I did anything. I think he had like home issues. Uh. And like. Mm. Other than that, I can't think of a... What do you do to you? Uh, you beat you up? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I never got physically beat up, but, I just like say that. Um, was, yeah, continue. He was, like, he was like twice my size, but... Um, other than that, I mean, nothing like... Not like I didn't have like a bully. Other than that, it was just like yeah. friends maybe going a little too far. But like again, like... I'm not gonna go home and like cry about it to my mom. It's just like it just happens. You just deal with it. Do you okay? So now would you would you trade that? Probably not. No, else, right? No, it's like it happens. I mean, you gotta be able building. to deal with people like that. It's you, character building. Yeah, you can't always have like you can't be cushioned up going because then when something actually serious hits you in real life, you're gonna be shook. Exactly. So like I I think I think there's a degree of bullying that everyone needs, but it needs to be like, you know how they you know how they teach what. I remember one of my most embarrassing stories ever. We'll continue. Tell it in a bit. But I remember... Um, uh, yeah, so there's this, there's this thing that's like, you know... Uh, I remember hearing some psychiatrists say that you, parents should like horse around with their kids so that they know their limits when they play around. Mm. Like, when you're horsing around, don't... Like, teach your kids, don't, like, stab me, but you can, like... You can, like, lightly... Yeah. or something right it's the same with bullying it's like alright don't come for their like like don't attack someone for their like dead mother because that <laughs> that's like crossing a line but yeah, yeah but then like you know be able to like insult someone it's like it's like horseplay a little bit like yeah. you gotta draw lines with the kid you get yeah. what I'm saying yeah thank you but yeah um yo let's let's uh shift in conversation Let's have some All gruesome right. gaps, man. Do you guys remember anything stupid like you did a, as a, a kid? session you guys do? No. Gruesome gaps. I mean, kind of. I feel like, so when, when we categorize the podcast online, I put, by the way, I put like personal journal and comedy. Personal journal? Because I couldn't find anything else. So what are we, self-help? We're not self-help. So I just said comedy and then. Personal journal. Because uh, we talk about experiences and stuff, right? Kind of. Oh, you want to hear about an experience I had this week? Mm. Sure. I was sitting right there, and I was eating something. I was eating a little, a uh, succulent sandwich. Okay. Okay, I'm just setting the mood here. I was eating a succulent sandwich. My tasks for the day were done. Candlelit evening? Any any, any stresses I had, gone. I was going to eat this. I was going to go upstairs, wash my face, do my skincare routine. We talked about that in another episode. I was going to do that, take my contacts off, put on my PJs, go to sleep. It was looking like a nice night. And then as I'm relaxing, I 
I see a freaking fat ass bug walk right there. And it went and I just looked at it. And you know when the bug is going too fast? <laughs> you know, it's walking into the crevice. And you're like, and then you're looking at it and you're acknowledging it, but you're not moving because you can't get it. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I just looked at it and I was like, I'm, I can't do anything about this. And it was the most powerless feeling ever. And I'm, and the thing is when you let them go, so now I was thinking it's going to come back with the colony <laughs> or it's going to come back even bigger. And then when I'm sleeping, it's going to go up your nose. It's going to rape my ear or something. Okay. I'm going to bleep that. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's kind of strong. Say it again, say it again, say it again, say the line again. It's going to, it's going to um, violate my ear. Yeah. No, I'll just edit that in, but yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that ever happened to you guys? Dude, that was the worst story. <laughs> what the hell was that? I literally wrote that in my notes because I was like, I have to talk about this on the podcast. Dude. Okay, let's just pretend that didn't happen. How are you, Yusuf? <laughs> mean. Uh, no, I wanted to talk about since we're on the theme of schools and stuff. Do you guys do anything embarrassing when you're oh, kids yeah. in school? I have a really embarrassing story. About <laughs> I'm going last. I'm going last for sure. For sure. But I mean, this kind of goes um, into like... Okay, so the word like... Remember like when calling someone gay could have been like... Appropriate, yeah. Yeah, just like a, it's like yo, like you know what I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I'm not proud of it. Like, I realize that it could be offensive now, and I've stopped using like. Dude, anyone who said that it says that they've never said in their life that's our age, it's a complete liar. Like, sure, when I was, in, I stayed in public school. I don't think years. anyone says that. I don't think anyone's like, oh, I've never said gay. In my dude, so, dude, some people do. They're like they like, uh, like, like using it as like. Like a, a, a like a friendly insult. insult. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like we've all been through freaking elementary school. Like it was elementary was yeah, like, like it happened. Oh, crap. Like it. Okay, but like not like so basically basically in freshman year of high school, right? Um, I was yeah. So this is like six years ago now, right? I was we were, me and my friend we were changing six years ago. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> you were freshman six years ago? I was a sophomore. That was seven years ago for me. Oh my yeah, god! We were freshmen six years ago. We're away. growing up, dude. It doesn't feel like we're old. Like, I feel like I'm like an eight year old at heart. And I don't feel I like I feel I'm like I'm still in high school. We were a freshman six years okay, ago. Okay, okay. But anyway, listen. Dude, you just blew my mind. Okay. I was in the locker room changing with, like, you know, just changing for gym class. Yeah. One kid, one of my friends, he was behind me, like, poked me a little bit. I was like, yo, bro, stop being so gay. Yeah. And then at that very moment, my heart dropped. Because I knew the person next to me was gay. gay. <laughs> Damn. And I felt... Did he say anything? He did not. And he was, he was, he was a nice kid. Yeah. And I felt so bad. And... Like, I, I developed, like, another layer to my filter after that very moment. That, like, so many, like... First of all, I stopped using the word gay like that. Yeah. Because um, I realized that, you know, it could be offensive to someone. Like, yeah. 
And yeah, like just for the re- I th- I still think about it. I'm like I can't believe I did that. Like I felt so bad and like like I guess I used the opportunity to like not do that with like other you cases. Talk to him about it. I didn't know the kid like that. Uh-huh. I just knew he was gay. Imagine you just went like, oh, sorry. That probably would have made things worse, right? <laughs> like, he could have just, like, he was just pretending like he didn't hear you. He's like, please don't say sorry. Please don't say sorry. Please. And you're like, sorry, dude. <laughs> like, oh, for what? But yeah, like, I, I just, like, I've caught myself actually multiple times before I've said something that may or may not have offended someone. Like, not necessarily with, like, the same type of context, but, like, with something else. Like, another term or something that like i'm proud of not that i didn't say and that i was more like empathetic towards other people i have i have something similar so in high school like we were rampant because my high school had 160 kids in total so everyone knew everyone right so no one had any filters or anything we're just like saying slurs here and there whatever blah 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 like whatever 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 happens happens so when it came to college and like Rutgers is all the way your future employers are watching this I'm I'm getting to the point where I changed. Right. So, <laughs> He's yeah. a different man though. Yeah. So when ha- Rockers first happened, right? They're all about inclusivity and stuff, and like you have to be mindful and all those things. And like I was like, all right, fine. I can't do say what I usually say, right? So I've changed my vocab a lot. Like I tr- I don't curse that much. I say fiddlesticks a lot rather than the usual f word and things like that because. Also, my gym teacher like me. Double take whenever you say fiddlesticks. Just a very interesting choice. <laughs> I, I feel it's like, like so, the SpongeBob like it's so satisfying. Oh, it is so satisfying to say it. like, like it's it's longer than the f word and like you can get more rage out as you say it. Fiddle. Like fiddlesticks. Okay. Ah! Okay. Like the f word only has one harsh ending syllable. Yeah, but that's the whole point. That that's you can why get more so rage fits. out when you say fiddlesticks. No, that's the whole point of. Okay, dude, if if people wanted to pick a better word to get their rage out, they'd pick a better word. I so I did. Okay, no, but I uh, know I'm saying like, why is the f word considered that word? Because it's just it's that one syllable like. <clears throat> Anyways, continue what you were saying. Yeah, so I think, I think we should like I think we should substitute with. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So we went to. I'm trying to remember what year this was. This might have been last year. Wait, actually, this is kind of embarrassing now I say it. Frick. Whatever. I've invested too deep. Say it, dude. It's alright. We're doing it live. Who's watching, anyways? That is fair. Comment and comment down below. Wait, this is live? No. Oh. No. We have to bleep out all of our shit super. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So I didn't say that many. Okay, so anyway, we went on a volunteer trip for, like, like disabled kids in New, New Hampshire, right? So, like, we were helping out the school, which is a very, very inspiring trip, which I want to talk about in another episode. Like, it was really... We can just talk about it next week with the guy if you want. But, yeah, it was, like, we learned a lot. We helped a lot of people. We saw a lot of unfortunate circumstances, and it, like, opened our eyes. It definitely like, helped us visualize some stuff. But, unfortunately... Were your eyes closed the whole trip? <laughs> It must have been a weird trip. Thank you guys for listening to Red Buddies podcast. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. But yeah. Um, no, yeah. So it was very insightful. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. I did a lot of cool stuff on that trip. Now I think about it. That was a really nice trip. But So one time we're cooking in the kitchen, right? And then like, this is in the school where there are a bunch of disabled kids, right? And like the faculty and everyone there. Like we're staying in one of the dorms. So someone did something really dumb. I was about to make a joke that I shouldn't make. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just continue. Yeah. So, so someone just in this video, I think they burnt the burgers or something, right? And like, I have no filter. Like, my friends know this. You guys probably know this. Like, I just say whatever comes to mind, which is why it took me a long time. I finally got fiddlesticks ingrained into my mind. Unfortunately, I have not found a replacement for the R word, right? Mm. And that's kind of really hard because like, there's nothing as satisfying as saying that. But <laughs> so we're in a school of disabled kids with the teachers who teach these kids on the daily, and I just shout at the guy, "Why are you so?" are and then everyone's just looking at me like what and i'm like and then i said shit my bad <laughs> I, I didn't mean it to say like that why are you so stupid and then like everyone's just like because because they understand like i didn't have any ill intent like i've never i don't i didn't say it with like malice or anything i was saying i just meant it out of frustration just that's like, worse than mine <laughs> yeah. i didn't go on a trip to like support homosexuals <laughs> And then, like, yeah. I dropped that, yeah. like, out of my own goodwill, yeah. and then, like, yeah. it's not, nah, man, you beat me. I get the middle of the trip, too. <laughs> like, it's like, what are you, some undercover spy that blew your cover? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, I'm oh, telling you, man. I never said out ill mass, and I really don't curse that often, so, like, it was out of character for me. So that's why they didn't take it too seriously. This is like, oh, just a slip-up, man, I felt... Hello, embarrassed. Dude, you know what's so... You it was so, so bad, funny. man. <laughs> you know what's so funny? This is... Uh, I, I guess this is almost a little bit in contrast to what you're saying. But... Um, so the... I remember, like, I was talking to... Idan. Idan. Yeah. I was just chilling with him one day. And he was telling me, he was like... Um, he was like... You know how, like, people use the word retard right now i'm just gonna i'm gonna say it. i'm not yeah people use the word retard and it's like they use it in like a messed up connotation a little bit and now like we're trying to like move the word to something else like we're trying to call what's it the it word you know what i'm talking about doldmite vegemite mong um mongoloid really that's not it no something i don't know know, mongoloid was what they used before so what he was saying was you know what it used to be before it was mongoloid. Really? Yeah, that's what they would call like mentally disabled people. And then mongoloid became an insult. So then they were like, everyone stop using the word mongoloid. The appropriate term for them is retard. And then retard became an insult. And now they're like, guys, stop calling them retard. Challenge. The appropriate word for them is, is like mentally challenged or whatever. And he's like, so every word you're going to pick is just going to become the next insult. Mm. So just pick one and stick with it. <laughs> Dude, it's the, it's the growing up of the times. You got to like switch through the bad words. Well, I mean... Wait, Mongoloid is like a race. Yeah, you know that's what they call the that's, point. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, I know. And also, that sounds so much worse than retard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're literally calling someone like... Yo, you're, like, you're, conf- you're calling Dude, someone a different this? race because that race is no, apparently not, innately not, more... No, no, not... But it was... It's a little bit different from Mongolian. It's not It's not calling them Mongolian. No, no. Mongoloid is a... Like, you guys know... The like. No, there's, um, Mongoloid is like, so there's Negroid, Mongoloid, and Caucasoid. Yeah. yeah. Those are like three Probably. branches of what? human, three like sub-races Kinda of like humanity. Asians, Africans, Africans, and Europeans. and Europeans. Yeah. So they're literally like, that, that was like the type of like, what anthropologists did basically to scientifically prove racism, right? Yeah. But like they call, like Asians were the Mongoloid race, yeah. basically. Like we're Mongoloids. Right. So using that as an insult, that's crazy. Yeah, they call them mongoloids. Wait, is it... I'm trying to remember. But yeah, continue. Um, yeah, so like that sounds so much worse than like... I guess. Calling yeah. someone like retard. Mm. So I mean like... Honestly, like it's... A, like 
Anything, he's right. Anything you, you pick is just going to become like the new thing. What you doing on your phone? Sorry. I'm straight up trying to find the word. It's ended in I-D-E. What? I keep thinking dendrite, but isn't that a brain cell or something? Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's a what part of a cell. Ends in I- what ends in I-D-E? It's an alternative to ne- neandertite. Neanderthalite? Neanderthal? I guess you could just call people Neanderthals because <laughs> because <laughs> Neanderth- there aren't Neanderthals anymore. They can't be offended. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, dude, that's such a good insult. Yeah, you're a freaking Neanderthal. It's not a variable word. Like You can't call something Neanderthal. You can only call someone Neanderthal. Exactly. Yeah, so but I want to say something is so oh. stupid. Oh, okay. okay. What? Yeah, but so what? There's a fluidity with words. Not all words are the same. Maybe we could make it in a way that you can use it. Oh, Neanderthal is hard to Yo, say. Yeah, that's Neanderthal. Dude, that water bottle is so... That's a Neanderthal. <laughs> Neanderthalic. Neanderthalic. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Yeah, no. Right. That also sounds a little Just weird. using it as an insult is good. Neanderthalic. That sounds a little weird, right? Yeah. Sounds like phallic. Yeah, it sounds like phallic. I'm going to call you guys that. Yeah. I'm freaking Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the classic, like, dumbass or, like, still, like... That feels dumb. Honestly, ne- Neanderthal, I've used it as an insult before, but I'm going to use it more. Mm. That wasn't the word, man. I'm going to remember that after this podcast. Is this is this even slightly... Dude, I'm sure somebody's like watching... If anybody's watching this part, they're like, can we get him for this? Like, can we get him for this? <laughs> Someone is just sitting there. Like, you know what? My, my third cousin's actually Neanderthal. Yeah. Half Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody writes in the freaking comments, man. <laughs> dude, I can't wait till we get comments that are like, Oh, man, actually... Oh, I'm actually this and that. I think they said hum Julie. I'm like, huh? actually, I, I'm I'm really into like genealogy, and I always wanted to get like a 23andMe DNA test. Yeah. Apparently, humans are like two percent Neanderthal or something, like modern humans. Yeah. So really, something like that. Yeah. You know, everyone that takes the 23andMe test, their data is like given to like yeah, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah and then can... everyone ends up everyone ends up bragging about how black they are. I mean, there's 23 and me test. That's what, that's I what thinking, my housemates did. Uh, I just want to see if I have, like... No, but your 23 and me stuff is released, not publicly, but, like, it's released. I mean, and I don't care. Like, they got your chromosomes, No, man. no, no, but, like, the, so? there's that they recent... They better tell you. They better kill you with you. There was that recent murder that was solved with, like, the 23 and me information. The police used that. I right, man, I don't... I'm not gonna... I don't plan on murdering anyone. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the point. The point Dude, is privacy. I'd rather... I'd rather figure out. You're one of those people. I don't like, value my privacy. I mean, I, I do. It. I knew it. I'm saying. I mean, I do. To like dangerous territory. I'm not gonna download like TikTok. Comrades rear. <laughs> I I value my privacy, but I value knowing that genetic information more. Right. So, and it, if you pet, like you can figure out like genetic diseases and stuff that you may be a carrier. Oh yeah, that's so true. that's that's valuable information. You could you gotta trade your privacy for that. I would. That's true. You have to get I mean, tested before you have kids to know. Dude, there's some. Tested, what? You should get tested for genetic diseases. Yeah, there's some like Huntington's disease. Yeah, like, like, Huntington's like, like, what is Huntington's? It's, it's a, a house, neurodegenerative it's disorder, but it only kicks in when you're like mid 30s. And, and a lot of people start having kids before then. And if you have it, your kids are going to have it. Yeah. So you should get tested for that. And it's rapid. Because you don't want your kids. So let's say you have Huntington's. I'll do. If people find out they have Huntington's... They don't have kids. I mean, they don't have kids? Or just adopt or something. Yeah, I mean, it would yeah, be yeah. smart for them not to have kids because... Then their kids would have to Can you yeah. do anything about your Huntington's? No, it's genetic. Not currently, no. Oh, dude. Dude. This is a good top. Um, have you guys... Like, I'm really also into, like, figuring out with, like, futuristic technology and stuff, right? Yeah. So, like, smartphones right now... Like, everyone has a smartphone, right? Yeah, yeah. 
but like companies aren't thinking of like oh like new smartphones anymore like facebook apple google they're all thinking of like what's the next thing like smartphones are going to be obsolete mm-hmm. like t- technology huge. has been pre- like so have they come to a conclusion they're working on different things but like basically like for like 50 like twenty thousand years humans would be farming right or like there'd be hunter gatherers mm-hmm. and then like ten thousand years humans are um farmers right mm-hmm. and then like people become specialized for a couple thousand years and then like you get you get where i'm going with this well, like no, the, 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 the there's a point it gets saturated the technology that we're using is a smaller and smaller window of time that that's actually like it gets up to date it, it, so like the computer age right has been like the past like 30 years now it's like smartphones so like like these companies like i was just listening to oh, so mark know, zuckerberg basically he's working on holograms and he's working on integrating virtual reality and artificial reality where basically you wear goggles and instead of playing a video game you actually get to go somewhere else like ready player one i've never it's, it's like that like you stay in a pod or something and they just simulate the 3d environments around so you. that's it's basically what mark zuckerberg said he wants to work on where it's like if you want to have an interview with me, someone or a meeting say i wasn't i was in a different state i would be able to meet with you guys like this by just putting on a vr or like even the virtual and classrooms. you could see me right yeah by what just wearing these goggles so that's what something or like maybe he you wear goggles where you don't need screens anymore but any surface you have it can just project that what you need on there and you could just swipe and use it yeah. just like that um what what um the neurodegenerative neurodegenerative thing that we were talking about what elon musk is working on right now is neuralink it, yeah the brain chip. he's he's it's like a chip that you insert into your brain yeah. that helps send um electrical impulses like it simulates neurons I see. and he could he was like he was something i found so cool was like he proposed a really cool um plan to like solve paralysis where paralysis is it's a break in your electrical system in your body yeah. like neurons there's a stoppage like say for the your spine there's like the neurons like the system isn't completely like it's not a full circuit so he's like wherever the circuit breaks you'll insert another chip there where the brain it teaches itself that once the neuron like fires to this specific vertebrae and it stops have that chip continuing the fire to the neuron firing to complete the circuit and like restore whatever was paralyzed yeah and he also wants to work on helping like um solve neurodegenerative diseases with the neuralink chip Mm-hmm. Um, eventually he wants, I don't know if he was joking when he said this, but someone asked, they were like, could you summon a Tesla with that Neuralink? He's like, yeah, of course. Like, that's one of the no, first things. Well, if you can, if you can do, that should be like early. If you can do all those other things and summoning a Tesla is like, honestly, I think, yeah, yeah, I like, think you should be able to summon a Tesla before you solve paralysis. Like that seems easy. Yeah. Like you just have like a wireless chip, like wireless something mm. in there and then boom. So he's like, another thing that he wants is like control your phone with just your brain. No, but all this tech exists on a very, very low level. Like, AR tech exists. Like, you can play Flappy mm. Birds with your real-life objects. Mm. You can just project it, and your phone will... Like, that cup can be the... The object the, you the jump object, over. And then you make the bird go over it. Like, that already exists. VR already exists. I have a VR headset at home. Like, not like the expensive Oculus, but like the, the Google Cardboard where you just put the phone in, and then, like, you mm. can see it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, those exist, but getting it refined and to and getting it integrated 
like to a point where like everyone uses it just like the smartphone is gonna be the big thing and like there's already places where you can control like this isn't even hard technology this is basically they have like hackathons i forgot what it's called but you can attach it to attach it to your head or something you can control a mouse with your thinking I've, I literally forgot what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I think Neuralink like works on stuff like that too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, wait, are you? Did you ever see that Muse? I think it's called the Muse. Did you ever see that That's thing? Um, what thing? You know, you know that thing that tracks where your eyes are. Yeah. Like you know, you I know, track, like yeah. Twitch. The yeah, yeah, Twitch streamers look at like yeah, yeah. what are they looking at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sometimes they're pretty funny, but uh, but I mean, if you can, if you can like represent on the screen what you're looking at then it shouldn't be like the most difficult task in the world to make that representation of the screen also like basically be the same as the position of the mouse. No, that, that's how... And the, then you can just move your mouse with your eyes. Dude, that's how the VR headset works. It's actually insane. Wait, so it's, it's like we, we literally have... The tech for it. The tech for it's it. It's just more like the computing power and like the space. It's like the stuff they faced back in the old days. They had the tech to make computers do stuff, but like the computer was the size of a goddamn basement. Like, it was so big because they need that much power. It's not like the, the technology theoretically should be possible, but, like, do we have the computing power and resources to do it? Mm. That's the main <clears throat> thing. So, like, think about for VR, for, for instance, right? VR means you would have to generate in a complete 360 sphere, or at least feel the vision, which is, like, like let's say, like, up, like 180 degree, mm. right? And you need to generate all this in real time. And if there's ever any glitch, yeah. then that'd be like disastrous because then you yeah. basically wouldn't be able to see, right? And if there's like a slowness in rendering, then it's going to make you dizzy and stuff like that. That's a good point. Yeah. So I, in high school, I worked at the Rutgers Wind Lab, right? Where really they had like all this experimental stuff. There was a Microsoft, I forgot what it's called. Like I think it's a hollow lens or something or a hollow visor. Straight up the coolest thing I've ever seen. There was a mystery game that once you put on the goggles, it would make you turn around the room to scan it and they would overlay like paintings and walls and settings in the room you're in to make it like a murder scene and you had to solve the mystery. Dude, that's exactly what like like Zuckerberg was talking about. It's like transforming the room you're in, tricking your brain into putting yourself into a different room. This How was six this was six years ago and it was sure so real. Like that ass so real. That's crazy. It's actually insane. Because you would go I'm right on top. That was the thing, like you'd go touch it, but there would be nothing there. Like that was it was so weird. Like, like oh, that wall. So that's you would look at it and the Mona Lisa would be on that wall and you'd be like, what? Like, it looks so realistic. So like Zuckerberg was talking about, he's like, he wants to work on the touching thing too, like a haptic like feedback like, type thing. Oh yeah. Like when you, when you go close to something, you feel like it sent, like you feel like sonic, like you, you like waves coming off. So that, you know what I mean? Like th animals have that. The thing for that though is that you need like all over your body encompassing kind of thing. Mm. Because with the visors are only your eyes. So that's why I can go ahead and touch it because like, mm. yeah. True, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was a really cool thing. <clears throat> so, what else we got? What else we got for today? Any other topics that the? I mean, when you were, um, I I picked up on this later, but you kept saying that <laughs> my my um friend should have liquidated their uh, their assets. Were you trying to transition into like? Stock market stuff, like <laughs> no, bro. Because <laughs> yeah. you said that like three times. I was like, yeah, "Are you trying to?" Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what. That's because you talk about. Uh, no, I was just saying he should have liquidated because he should have. He should have got his cash, dipped, and and done another business that wasn't criminal. Dude, mm -hmm. hindsight is always twenty twenty. Like when when he's doing, I was like, I don't uh, think liquidate is the right. 
term for that. So yeah. I was like, I don't know if you're referring. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring. Uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. Nah, <laughs> you said hindsight's twenty two. Remember when Zavira was like, "Oh, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have organized a raid on a campus." Thanks, Zavira. <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty. Thank you, our yeah. fucking moral compass. You <laughs> shouldn't organize wrong. raids. I don't on see what's wrong. Campuses. I don't see what's wrong. I mean, it's just like an obvious thing. But anyway. So Yusuf, you're um, you are author. What? Author. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Yusuf relate on a very heavy topic, and I think we should explore that topic. Nuggets versus Lakers. Wait, 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 wait. Let's get let's get to that in a sec. What are you gonna do? I'm talking. About oh, he wanted to like. You actually an author? Yes. Somewhat. Unpublished. Yeah. Wait, what? I thought you were memeing. <laughs> He's an author. Straight up. No, yeah, no, what's man. The book? What's it? Go. What's the name of the book? There's no name. No, it's not. You don't have to be shy. Wait, should it be published? Where? No, I said unpublished. Oh, I thought you said he was published. It kind of sounded like you said unpublished. Un-un-un unpublished. I sent Arshad some text messages. Yeah, and it was that's it. How small are the books? And he read them. What? Just text messages or papers? Dude, it's we're memeing. We're memeing. He authored some books. He's just shy. He's just humble. God damn. Anyways, you um. You're I mean, this kind of goes back to like, remember, remember when we wanted to start the, um, the business thing and yeah. we we're talking about financial freedom. Yeah. So like as, as we parted our ways, yeah. I, I continued down my own path. Maybe they'll merge back together. But like, yeah, it was like, it was just about financial freedom. I always been big on that. Like, I don't want to be the type of person who's just like working like nine to five, five yeah. days a week. You want to fight yeah. the system. He's a not really. Guy. It's just like people who do that, not to like maybe like we've been blessed, right? Like yeah. we mm-hmm. have the opportunity to get out of that pretty yeah. easily if we put our minds to it. Not everyone has that opportunity. And since we do have that opportunity, we should take advantage of it and not not like just let it go, mm-hmm. like take it for granted. Right. So like we're in a position where we can do stuff like we have the Internet we have so much to learn from the internet and business models and so many connections to make, right? Yeah. So one of the ways that I wanted to go about financial freedom um, was learning about investing, right? Or trading stocks. Mm-hmm. So I got into that and I was just basically like, I saw so many people, like I guess through social media or I knew people that were doing well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if they can do well, and I think of myself as someone who can learn pretty well and apply things, yeah. why can't I do that? Right? Yeah. So it was more of a challenge at first, right? It kind of is still a challenge. Or mm. it's just like, if they can do it, I know I can do it. Mm. So, I mean, I, like, f- learning about financial stuff, like, I feel bad for people who don't realize that, like, all the information in the world is available at your fingertips. Literally, like, anything that we need to learn, mm-hmm. we can look it up and we can learn it. It's whether you want to learn it or not. It's yeah. up to you. It's like, you know how, like, people are like, oh, like, school should have taught us about financial stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of teaching us, like, freaking algebra to, yeah. I don't need to know that crap. Learn it on your own. Who's stopping you? Mm-hmm. Learn how to write a check on your own. Learn about, like, taking out loans if learn about interest, learn about stocks, all that stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. You're saying, oh, I want to be spoon-fed in school to learn about it. Like, 
take some responsibility, learn it on your own. It's right there. Yeah. Pick it up and read it. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Stop complaining. Yeah, Shut for real. It's it. literally right there. If you really wanted to do it, don't ask to be spoon fed. Just do it. I think exactly. Yusuf is our first guest that is very highly motivated to these type of things. Like on our previous themes in podcast, me and Arshad are very lazy people. So, like, I'm not I don't know how much I should just got hit. But I know I'm not from. lazy. I'm just. I just. I, I just try to finesse everything. Okay. As we, a matter of fact. Well, well, as a matter of fact. I'm requesting balls specifically. Can you go back in times and find out how many times Arshad has proven he's lazy? No, 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 no. I'm not lazy. You know what I am? No. Now I'm gonna address this real quick. He just said before that he wants to get out of the nine to five. Getting out of uh, finding finessing ways to get around your school schedule is like a parallel to that being lazy in a sense is trying to finesse the system so it's your your laziness in a way is what motivates you to not want to be a nine-to-five worker or whatever so shut your damn mouth boy (laughs) okay but yeah i mean mean, okay going back to uh, just learning about the stock market and stuff i i like I was recommended to read this specific textbook, and that's like kind of dry. Not, not thought. Uh, trading for a by? living. Hmm? Who are you recommended by? Is uh, the guy whose name starts with A and ends in R? No. Oh, never mind. You know what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, we're gonna have him on actually. Oh yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah okay, finish your spiel about stock markets because I want to ask you a couple things. Yeah. I want to ask you a couple. Wait, uh, Amar didn't recommend, but it was it was Lover, if you guys know. Lover. Yeah. yeah. Um, Who? but. I'm, I bumped into him at R2R. His last name fits those qualifications. Wait, what's the name? Glover. Who's that? Oh, the person who recommended it to you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, no. yeah, I just bumped into him at R2R, like, last last February. Yeah. And I was like, sounds interesting. I think I started talking about stocks, just out of curiosity. I mean, he, I think he has, like, yeah, some type of, like, know. he, like, he teaches courses, and he was just, I, I honestly, I, a I, t- no man, he's one. He's like our age. He he you goes to he goes. You yeah. don't need to be a professor to teach a course, my guy. What? I'm so confused now. You can okay. This is another form of passive income. People, if you learn something, you can make a course out of it. You could teach it, and you charge people. They're usually scams, though. Not no. I would. Eh. You sp- okay? You can spend a large amount of time learning information, condense that down, sell it as a course, and teach the importance of. It. Yeah, yeah, there are scams, but okay, like, okay, okay, but anyways, yeah, he's, I mean, I haven't talked to him much about it, but seemed to know what he was doing. Um, I think he has like some type of firm or something. Um, but yeah, I talked to him. I haven't talked to him much about it afterwards. Sakib was also there. Um, they're friends, and oftentimes when I when I go somewhere. And someone seems interesting or something, someone I can learn from. And there's always people you can learn anything from. I like sit down. I like have to have, I like to have a conversation with them. Right. So I was like, hmm, interesting. I, I think I want to pursue this. I always, always found it interesting, but I just never knew the right way to go about it. Yeah. Now he was like, you know, start off with this textbook, start off reading just like basic terms and understanding what they are. Yeah. So I did that. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I started learning just a few months earlier. If I started learning, I started in like February, March. Mm-hmm. Right? If I started, say, like November the previous year, I would have been able to take so much advantage of the stock market crash that mm-hmm. happened because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't know what was going on, 
I uh, like I couldn't I I didn't take advantage of it. Right. But I mean, you can't really plan stuff like that out. But yeah, like I've been. Do you ever want to make it like a full time job? That's a stressful way of living, man. Mm, mm. Yeah. No, I would always. I mean, I'm going to med school, my guy. I'm not gonna go to med oh. school and make it a full time job to trade. I I like, I like. So, medicine so, i want to be a doctor so what i want to ask you is like i, just, I like just a couple of clarifications is your term is your def- definition of trading like you put in some stocks and come back four years later and take it or like you're day trading like or weekly trading or whatever okay so yeah there's like there's different avenues that you, yeah. you can do multiple you can invest yeah you can you know that's what like um buffett is good at right like yeah. he he has like diamond hands and he picks out good companies when they're small yeah. and he invests in them podcast hey guys hold on uh, hey guys welcome back to red buddy's podcast that in there hey guys welcome back to red buddy's podcast <laughs> leaving that in there too oh i think so, i'm not in there okay no, no that time's leaving that in there hey guys welcome to red buddy's podcast <laughs> i'm joined by arshad and our lovely um guest yusuf what happened basically was arshad was an idiot and received too many explicit pictures and forgot to delete them from his fo- phone mm-hmm. so the storage filled up and it stopped recording so, we blame him 100%. We lost a very valuable conversation. Yeah. But basically, the key points of the conversation is Arshid does not believe in the saying, happy wife, happy but life. But you can catch that conversation on... Oh, wait. This is a gr- we should also plug this in the beginning, by the way. Right. Okay, take this and put it in the beginning. Ready? Hey, guys. Just want to give a quick announcement. Oh, you're that clapping Red- like an idiot. Okay. Just want to give an announcement that Red Buddies podcast is now available on most podcasting platforms, including Spotify. So... Our Spotify link will be everywhere, basically, in our link tree, which is going to be all over the place on our Instagram, on our YouTube, on our Spotify itself, right? And then you can ho- listen to it, the audio-only version, which I know many sp- podcast listeners prefer, right? And especially for this episode, since we lost a lot of the audio because Arshad's phone was... Okay, so because we lost the video recording, right, for a, a significant portion of podcast, which I think was pretty funny, right? We talked about a lot of things. We're going to be releasing that on the Spotify version of the episode when it comes out. So make sure you guys go check that out at Red Buddies Podcast. It's the one with two, like a sign that says Red Buddies on it, right? You guys can't miss it. We have all of our episodes on there from previous days right and we'll be continuing to upload there in the future pause right plug this in also uh, make sure make sure to follow us too i'll be looking at who like if you guys don't follow us and see this message i'll be pissed but yeah also i don't know why i should do we are open we're keeping all business the again what we're keeping all that in. all right that's fine i don't yeah. care yeah so uh, wait what were we just Yes, now we're just going to resume with our session and pretend that we did not lose about an hour of footage so yeah it wasn't an hour it was like 30 minutes wasn't it I feel like that was the most enjoyable part, though. That's the shame. Yeah, that's true. Damn it, Arsha. <laughs> Dude. I mean, why did you send so many nudes, man? Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, why did you receive so many nudes? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you block him? Yeah, why did you block my number, huh? The first one should have been his hat. Arsha's like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> Keep them coming. All right, yeah. so since we have to fill yeah. up... Well, well, hold up. I have a question for Yusuf. Um, yeah, so you're like a stock guy and all that. You deal with, like, money and all that. So like, we're trying to get like a sponsor right now. So like, if you had to, I asked two oh, other people. Oh, I gotta say one more thing. If you if you had to put like a like a value on this podcast, like a market value, how much would it be? Like two tree dollars cents. I don't find that funny. I'll have you know we have fifty subscribers, right? Reaching fifty people on Instagram by my calculations would be about three dollars. Really? 
Not about a lot less, probably like three cents. Three dollars per what? Per week. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> no, three cents. Almost. It's like three cents. Three cents. But anyway, on our podcast. Wait, wait. Let him answer the freaking question, bro. No, before he says that. Wait, what I'll... do you mean? Put a price number on yeah, the podcast ahead, bro, itself? Mr. Stock Expert, if Red Buddy's podcast was no, a stock, no, no. would Yusuf, you invest be- in it? Yusuf, before you say anything, Yusuf. Our podcast is also on Anchor.fm, and on there, there's a sponsor button, and we are di- directly calling out rich people like Warren Buffet, Elon Musk. Warren Buffet. Buffet. Try that again. How do I say it? It's not, he's not a freaking all-you-can-eat freaking <laughs> restaurant, man. Oh, his, his money is, damn. All right. Warren Buffett, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, anyone who's a millionaire and just wants to give away money, you can donate to us on the anchor.fm. Anyone else that gives us money, we're giving it back. Yeah, you know that. You know those videos where like Mr. Beast and whatever, they're like, we're going to support small content creators. We'll do the whole everything. We'll like be like, oh my God. Oh my God, Mr. Beast, you're so nice. We'll do that for you. Just give us money. We'll do the whole surprise reaction, all exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Like, so whatever you want from us. It's on the anchor.fm link, Whatever right? type of content that yeah. you need will be that. We're like, you know those, like, you know when people, like, go and Instead do, of like, a mail-order bride, we're a mail-order reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so. That doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah, it does. What is mail-order about this? That they're giving us money. <laughs> okay, money. Instead, of, instead of being a hooker, we're a reactor that gets paid. Basically, I find bros reacts, but yeah. All right, well, anyways. <laughs> All right, cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> I'm a little lost. Cut that out. Basically, Anchor.fm has our um, donation link if Mr. Beast wants to donate. Yusuf, so our, our, our podcast right now, let's pretend that our the stock that is this podcast is publicly one, traded. Is $1, and it's publicly <laughs> traded, too. Yeah. Ticker symbol RB. Yeah, there you go. RBP. RBP. That's probably something. No, it's not. Let's look at it right now. Uh, you want me to put a value number? Yeah, so it's a dollar right now, so you buy it and you expect it to go up to <laughs> two, three, hundred. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. No, but we're asking oh. a serious evaluation. <laughs> this is a serious podcast. Dude, you guys, if you want me to seriously evaluate the company. Based on, first of all, it's not a company. We're trying to get sponsors. Oh, it is bro. not a company. We trying have, to get we have a logo. chicken. We have trying a logo. Crawfish and chicken. We're trying to get Willows' pizza to sponsor us. Um, we have a reach of at least 300 people. Yeah. 300 more. 400 people. More. We have a, look, we reach people, but they just don't watch us, but we still reach them. Exactly. <laughs> we reach them. They see something. And at the end of the day, isn't that what an ad is? Something that people don't watch, but just know of? So. Yeah. It's subliminal. Yeah. It gets in the back of your head. And then maybe maybe when you're hungry, the next time, you just you would think of Crown when you might have not thought of Crown. Yeah. You guys didn't sponsor? Is Crown a franchise? Or... No, right? I think they might be, actually. I feel like I've seen Crown that. is a franchise. Well, actually, I don't know if it's a franchise This specific or chain. one, I think, might be. I don't know if it's a franchise oh, yeah, a chain. or a chain. If it is, dude, then getting sponsored with them would be huge. No, I think it... No. You can try it. That's actually not a bad nah, idea. Nah, bro. There's no way the Crown guy would be like... Actually, he had he had Chiroz, who's a yeah. rapper. Yeah, we did it in high school. I had to deal with, like... We sold, we'd get chicken on the low from him and we'd sell it at Piscataway High School for MSA fundraisers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you'd, you'd get the, you'd give out the flyers, you'd give yeah, out yeah. all that. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, we'll have a stack of Crown flyers right here. Hey, Crown guy, if you're listening, man. Does anyone know him personally? <laughs> Hello, what? Crown Fish and Chicken Boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I don't know his name, but that's how I identify him. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he Persian? Isn't he Persian? Persian. No. Yeah, yeah, they have a Persian wrong. worker there. 
Oh, that other guy? I think he's Afghani. Yeah. That's a man. That's a man. Yeah. But, like, Persians and Afghanis have a similar lineage, don't they? Probably the same thing. Right, well, Why are you looking at me? Because I talked about genealogy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that part wasn't even in the podcast. Yeah, maybe. No, it was. It was. Dude, the amount that got cut out isn't as much as you think it is. Yeah, it wasn't that much. I literally just ran, ran like through the entire. No, no, no. no. We have to, we have to make it look like it was a lot. So people go to our Spotify. It was a lot. It was a lot. Go to our Spotify. Whole lot. Spotify. (laughs) So much. Red Buddies podcast. You can't miss it. Just look up Red Buddies and then you'll see us. Go to our Spotify because and go to our Anchor FM to support us because I literally cried tears when it got deleted. What? What? I said go to our Anchor FM to support us. Mm-hmm. When did it get deleted? It really, what? When did it get deleted? When did what get deleted? The freaking video. Oh yeah. Hello? Are we talking about the same thing here? What, are you talking about this? Or no. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, all right. Back to the question. Oh, also, I'm you, better, you better give us a satisfactory answer right now. Dude, based, okay, on that's the, just, <laughs> based on the you answer you give us, based on the answer you give us, we will edit you out and yes. make it seem like you're a loser. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like. The Red Bunnies podcast is worth, and then like over like two hundred dollars. <laughs> the Google Translate voice. Yeah. Yo, you y'all heard it here first. RVP ticker symbol. Next crypto, the bigger than bigger than Bitcoin. Dude, we should just than release than a crypto. Bitcoin. We should just release a crypto. Yo, what would but what would um like what would our currency be like if there's like episodes like the number of episodes we release we'll release one coin. No, buds. No. It could be buds. There's gotta be some. Has there is there a meme from Red Buddies podcast yet? Oh, there's you being a communist. Okay, man, let's not perpetuate that meme. My future employees are gonna kill me. <laughs> Unless he's Putin. communist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then they'll want you. Oh god. Yo, have you guys seen that clip of like the? the I mean, I'm sure you guys have though. I'll sacrifice my own life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Have you guys talked about it yet? What? No, we haven't. Dude, there's this one funny movie. one where it's just like, okay, I mean, not to make fun of that, man. I'm sure it was a good morale boost for <laughs> those kids. <laughs> but he was like, there's like this one edited one where he's like, when I grow up, I want to save Pakistan and destroy <laughs> India. And then there's another kid that's edited, like, I want to be pilot. <laughs> and then there's a, a plane explosion. It's like... <laughs> we can't have this on the podcast, man. We're already profiled. I want to be pilot. We're already profiled. <laughs> well, we already made a terrorist joke on here. You no. remember that one? Yeah. I yeah. said that to you. When? Don't, don't you remember? Like, oh my God, guys, stop. <laughs> Heard oh from God. behind the camera. <laughs> no, he was, he was up here that time. Remember when we made the terrorist house jokes? Oh, and you're like, oh, guys! That was so bad. That was oh, I'm already on is the watch list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, you can't say that. Dude, Zarir is our, like, is our, like, token, like, like, uh... Communist like, terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Communist terror, terrorist SJW simp guy. Dude, I'm not, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just kind of funny because sometimes you paint yourself that way. And in our clips, they only see you that way. God damn it, people. Dude, <laughs> are people going to think, oh. Said, I want to be pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Zuru saying that. And uh, Pooh is like, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't want to be pilot. I'm scared of heights. Oh, man. So, I, I'm drinking some black coffee right now. Dude, black coffee. How did we get here? Yo, remember, remember those fasts that we used to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. that was crazy. Yo, go into that. So, basically, Arshad. I think, I mean, I've heard of it before, but Arshad, like, Arshad basically came up to me. He was like, yo, I'm doing this. I was like, that sounds pretty dope. 
It was intermittent fasting where he would like not eat any solid food for one day, two not, days, yeah, up to like three but, days. So for anyone watching, you might think intermittent fasting. Well, I've heard that before. A lot of people do that. This was a little bit different. It's intense fasting. Like to go finish what you were saying. I mean, basically, if you're not, if you're not from the the science behind it, if you're not eating like glucose, like carbohydrates normally, your your body starts breaking down your fats, and that's what people want to do when you're losing weight. So basically, we were doing that, right? And we do it. We do it for like. I was about to say I heard that too. Wow. No, it's from the laptop. We're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Sorry, continue. Yeah, goodbye. Come back, come back. <clears throat> so, we would like not eat for like one day or two days. I think the max I did was two days at a time, and I'd do it maybe once or twice a week. And yeah. I, we did this for like a month or two months. I was at least I did. How much weight did you lose? I was I think one fifty five, and I cut down to like around one thirty eight. And that was what? and that was like. I was like, I, th I would say that's a good cut. Like, that was the least I weighed. I just wanted to see if I could cut. Like, yeah. low-key, I just you wanted to see. 17 pounds. Yeah, within, like, and two months. Yeah, but what? the thing is, dude, the thing is, okay, so a lot of people will hear this and think it's... I mean, it wasn't hard. just from the fasting. I was also running, like, two and a half miles, like, a couple times And a also, week. when you did that, you you retained almost... You retained most of your muscle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, we, we were forward. looking at... We were checking each other out. We yeah, were, bro. Like, yeah, we had our shirts off. We were, like... Like, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. But, um, but, yeah, like, you would think that, like, a person would be out of it. But, like, once you get past that, like that like desire to like want to eat i mean i'm sure muslim people know this by like maybe fast but like that's not as long like we just extended that right yeah. and like just sticking to water you just become like uh like you can focus so much more and you mm -hmm. just you save time by not worrying about what you, you want to eat where you want yeah, yeah, yeah you drink, drink water, water. Yeah. and like i don't know your just body seems to be more like sort of fluid you like can also drink functioning alcohol. like yeah you know, you know what a I, higher level. I see, see, like this is still like um, this whole thing of fasting is still in this weird state in the medicinal world where like we don't know a lot, a lot about it. But even the stuff that we do know, like when it gets to like doctors, like when it gets to like professionals who are like weeding out papers, they don't like talking about this stuff a lot. Usually, it's like people like it's like um, like the stuff that we know about it. It hasn't gone through the process of becoming mainstream mm. uh, medical literature yet. So, like, a lot of people, like, there's still haziness about it. Now, I don't know. I, here's the thing. I don't know nothing about nothing. All right? But, like, I read these I read these things, and it, it seems like it makes sense to me. It has something to do with, like, your low, lower insulin. And, like, when once your insulin is that low for a long period of time, you haven't eaten. You said, like, you feel, like, vitalized, revitalized, mm. kind of. It, the way that it was described, and I don't know if this is entirely true, but this is how how a lot of people described it is evolutionarily we're trained to when we have when we have a when we have no food mm. when we have no food we're put into a state where we need to get food, and when you need to get food, you are putting off more energy first of all, so your metabolism mm -hmm. goes up. Mm -hmm. And you can't be feeling sluggish and stuff when you need to look when for you food. Need to get food exactly because evolution the ones who survived were the ones who could have toughed it out and mm. and in the face of peril 
gone and got food. Yeah. Uh, the difference between this and eating really low, really low amounts of calories, there's something that people call starvation mode, mm. which ends up hurting you. It, it digs into your muscle if you eat too little calories. Yeah. yeah. But the difference there is you're letting your insulin spike. Mm. from what i understand yeah there's like also hormone yeah like insulin other hormonal changes that happen when you're intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. but yeah like i would say eating every day like we do is like historically like a more recent thing like people didn't have refrigerators right it's like you can't save food like that for multiple days at a time always have access to it it's like a couple hundred years ago and everything before that it was common for people not to eat every day right exactly And, and if you look at like you know Here's the thing. I'm no no doctor or anything, um, and I'm not going to come out here and make conclusions, but I will say that what makes sense to me is if you look at people right now, you know, a lot of us, you know, we're, we're three, like, decently fit people. Um, Some more than others. I mean, yeah, but we're, like, compared to, like, the average, we're, like, we're, yeah. we're fit people, right? Um, well, pretty close, but it's, like, but nowadays people are... You know, like dudes just have breasts and things like that. And the there's dad a lot bod of people is like that. And yeah, and we've we've advanced to the point where we're like, oh, like right now our knowledge of medicine is like, oh, this is what you should do. But like that's also this is how people look right now is like men with breasts and stuff like that. But back when we just followed our instincts, people looked a lot better. People looked a lot more in shape. Mm. You know what I mean to say? So I'm not going to make any, you know, firm conclusion because I'm no doctor. But I'm going to say it kind of makes sense there. You, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like the connection to be made there. Mm. It, it, it's an interesting thing. Would you ever do it again? Yeah, for sure. I mean, right now, it's weird. I'm trying to bulk. So I'm probably going to... But whenever next time I cut, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm sticking to that. Yeah. I'm going to run. Because that worked like crazy. I mean, it might not work for everybody type. Yeah. Definitely worked for me though. Yeah. And that's that's like my go-to now. That's what I'm going to do so whenever you, I want to cut. So you would do the multiple day fasting again? Yeah. I would do it again. Um, but I found that i found that intermittent fasting works great it's just it's just kind of the same results over a longer period of time so if i want like quicker results mm. I'll, I'll do the i'll do the the thing yeah have you tried anything like that? yes i was just about to say um a disclaimer before anyone buys into this like don't do anything beyond what you're capable of well right? we don't know you should know that uh, you know I'm i mean saying- yusuf is 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 a little more well versed in like in, in things regarding health and the human body but like as far as as far as i'll say for myself i don't know nothing about nothing so take what i say with a grain of salt yeah but that's what i'm saying so just like if you guys do end up trying this don't like like die or anything like that because <laughs> it is like a risky thing to do right but it makes sense if you think about it statistically so let's break this down right you said you fasted for two days multiple times a week so let's say you fast for two days two times a week so mm-hmm. four days you did not eat right okay okay Maybe like two days one week and then like two days two times the next week. Something like that. It was so like that on average you ate for you didn't eat for three days of the week, right? Sure, sure. So sure, what yeah. ends up happening is that let's say the daily like maintenance calorie is around two thousand calories for the average man, right? And give or take like a couple hundred calories here and there, right? So let's say two thousand calories for estimation. So that that's per, is low. Okay, twenty five hundred then. Yeah. Right? So for you to like maintain weight out of the seven days of the week, you need to average twenty five hundred. So 2500 times 7 is what? It's like, I'm, I'm trying to make the math really easy so you don't have to do it. Are you trying to figure out how many how much weight is lost in a week? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. then you could just do any day that you don't eat. is just straight up 2500. Yeah, no, 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 but I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to quantify the numbers. So it's like around, let's say like 2500 times 7 is what? 
14,000 around 1600 calories let's say someone right? please hire Zareer this is a master tone player go keep going okay so it's around 1600 calories that you should eat per week to maintain your weight right anything less you anything any and I think it's like 2000 calories is a pound if I'm not mistaken no 3500 yeah something like 3500 oh yeah 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 yeah. my bad I keep thinking 5 day weeks because of the work weeks but it's 7 day weeks because yeah. yeah if you eat at a 500 calorie deficit you lose a pound a week about right okay so, but you are only eating for four days a week. And let's see. And on those four days, are you picking out? Are you just like going above and beyond? Or are you just eating normally? Just normally. Eating and normally. A, a little less, I would say, too, because you're just not used to eating that much. Yeah. So let's say you're eating 2,000 calories on those days, right? Okay. So what's ending up happening is you're eating 8,000 calories out of those required 16,000 calories mm-hmm. to maintain your weight. So you're essentially losing a bit over two pounds per week. Mm-hmm. And you said you do that for two months, which is about... Eight Dang, weeks. math works so out. Two, two times eight is sixty. And I was actually months. running a lot too during that time. So yeah, so you're probably on a calorie deficit yeah. on top of that. So yeah. that's how you lost a bit more, like 17, 18 ish pounds, right? Yeah. So the math works out perfectly. But my whole point when it comes to this, right? Mm-hmm. My whole point for all this is, it is not necessary for you to st- not eat for three days, right? It works because mathematically it works out. You are eating less, right? It works out. You could do it that way, or you could just cut out a thousand calories. Um, no, 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 no. Wait, there's, there's a, dude. There's actually say what you're about to say. So I was gonna say that you're about to shut you up, boy. Say what you're about to say. Oh my mathematics <laughs> is proved by what he, what happened to him. But like, no. if you take out a thousand calories per week, you're saving seven thousand calories, which is about two pounds, which goes. Nah, check this out, dude. I saw this crazy video that explained this, and this was by one of the leading, one of our leading uh, like researchers in, in. Uh, no, but what I want to say is that for general, for the general population, combining yeah. the people who lose weight easily, combining the people who lose weight hard, like like it's hard for them to lose weight and stuff like that. In the general population, it all comes down to ma- the mathematics of calorie oh, yeah. in, calorie out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, calorie deficit is the biggest thing. For exactly. No, wait. There's complexity to this. So no, but like even with him, are, do you think you lose weight easily or no? I'd say medium. Like I still have to do a decent amount of running. So like exactly. I, actually I think it's more than how, how many calories did you say is a pound? I think it was about hundred. Okay, yeah, around there, yeah. Yeah, so what ends up happening is that if you take that 1,000 calories out, it should be equivalent to him. But what ends up happening is that people who take out those 1,000 calories, just like you said, you feel different, right? When you don't eat, you feel more alert. It puts you in a certain sense that you get used to. People who eat a thousand calories less kind of like continue with their daily lives. And, you know, just Mm. they eat. Also, you know, there's another (laughs) big conscious thing that I did when I was running. Because it would tell you on the the treadmill or whatever. I ran for two and a half miles. Maybe it took me like what, twenty minutes. Right. Also watching Naruto, That's which really made it a little good, easier. Like, two and a half miles in twenty minutes is really okay. Good. Maybe not twenty minutes. Okay, like twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, as a, I'm not that fast of a runner. It was at a, it was at a medium pace. Twenty five thirty minutes. Okay, okay? fine. Yeah, yeah. still good. Please. But it would say three hundred calories, two hundred fifty calories. I was like, dang, I did that much effort for two hundred fifty calories. Now when I go out and eat something. I read the calories, yeah. and it's like a freaking like donut, three hundred calories. I'm like, like, is that eating that donut worth that run I just did? I'm like, no way. So yeah, I, I stayed away from stuff like that. So that just made me more conscious. So yeah, it, makes but, you, but, it makes you value everything. You yeah, yeah. More. No, so my point is, mathematically, it is the same. Yo, no, but, no, but, but, yo, the, let me say what. I, let me say this because you, you keep saying that thing, dude. There's this crazy thing. We've there's been like incredible. This thing blew my mind. Like this thing was actually mind-boggling to me. There was this, I always thought about this. I always thought, why do people do intermittent fasting and fasting if at the end of the day, a lot of people that preach intermittent fasting end up eating the same amount of calories per day, 
Like, uh, yeah. they, they end up saying that, right? Yeah. There's this... Dude, there was this famous YouTube ad. Oh, let me get into this right now. There was this famous YouTube ad. You know this guy... Frick, I forget his name. He... he there were a lot of intermittent fasting ads. Maybe you remember this. He would rip off paper towels. And he would say... He would say, this is how it is when you're normally eating. You rip off one paper towel and you put it back on. And you rip it off and you put it back on. And he said, this is, this is analogous to you taking off. Like, this is analogous to you, like... Maybe like Losing eating weight. less mm. and then eating more again and you're putting it right back on. But he said when you do intermittent fasting, you're taking off a bunch of them and you keep taking them off and then you're not putting that back on. So intermittent fasting is the way to go. But then I was like, wait, this is flawed. Yeah. Because you're still eating at the end of the day. So even what he was saying was the reason why normal eating doesn't work is because you take off one piece of paper towel and you put it back on. But then he said the reason intermittent fasting works is because you take off four paper towels at once. But then I was thinking, okay, but then you, you put, put four paper towels back on at once. Yeah. So what is the thing here? Like, what's the thing that makes intermittent fasting or fasting good? And somebody explained it for a long time. I thought about this for a long time. I was like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. How come you can eat the same amount of calories uh, with an intermittent fasting diet and lose weight and look in better shape? Yeah. And that's a fact, by the way. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen that. You, If you eat almost the same within a restricted window it, it's just better for you yeah so i was like that doesn't make any freaking sense this one guy explained it perfectly he was like a leading researcher leading doctor in this long-term fasting intermittent fasting some short asian guy i don't remember his name um six pack app shortcuts what <laughs> you remember that guy? yeah <laughs> he has this really funny video that i have to show you mm -hmm. it's all about insulin levels there was this there was um you guys know the show biggest loser yeah yeah you know what happened? This crazy thing happened. It happens to almost all of them. They go at a big deficit and they lose a lot of weight on the show. Let's say, for example, their their metabolism. I don't know even what number to put on this, but let's say it's 3,000. Or let's say it's 4,000, the weight that they're at, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say, like, in order for them to maintain their weight when they start the show, they're eating 4,000 calories a day. Now the show wants them to lose weight. So they're cutting that, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say they cut it down to 2,000. Yeah. They cut it down to 2,000, and they're doing exercise, whatever. But now the, the, the fact that they've maintained higher insulin levels throughout trains their body yeah, to yeah, go yeah. towards a metabolism of 2,000. They got off the show. Now they think they're eating a healthy amount of calories, which is more like 2,500, which would be a healthy amount. But their metabolism is at 2,000. So they start gaining weight again. And that's why people went on The Biggest Loser end up putting almost all of their weight back on. Because they, they when they cut, they don't control their insulin levels. So then you're doomed. What? And the way around that is you fast. Okay. The way around that is intermittent fasting and fasting. Mm. Because of your low insulin levels. You ever you heard anything about this? I mean, it makes sense. Like Insulin is the hormone that it allows you to um, take in... I think glucose from your blood, something like that. Right. No, insulin allows There's you to take glucose from your blood into your cells. Yeah. So. And this is this is stuff. So that, that's that very learn, like. This is stuff that you learn in school, right? What is yeah. insulin exactly? I don't even freaking know, man. Pretty Maybe sure it's a hormone. Nothing. No, it's a and hormone. Is it? I think so. Uh, some type of thing that triggers your body, or some type of molecule. That it attaches to your cells yeah. that allows glucose in. Right. So people who have diabetes, like, um, 
can't eat sugary stuff because they can't like their insulin is out of whack like yeah. it's either allowing too much glucose in or it's not allowing glucose yeah. in enough well well yeah uh, so the glucose kind of acts or the insulin kind of acts as a switch right like yeah when it's high your body accepts more yeah whatever from whatever when it's low your body that's what the guy was saying he used this beast analogy the freezer in the fridge when you have meat let's say you have meat stored in the freezer and meat stored in the fridge you're not going to go to the freezer until you're the out of, is done. Mm, until you're out of anything in the fridge now if you continuously have something in the fridge Let's say you're never going to get to the meat in the freezer. Yeah, you're never going to get to the point where you're like, oh, the fridge is empty. Let me get to the freezer. Let's say, for example, your body treats your fridge as like, let's say you have meat in the fridge. Let's say you have five things of meat in the fridge. You're going to finish that. Let's say you have one thing of meat in the fridge. You're going to be like, oh, maybe I should spread this out over a couple of days or whatever. You're not even thinking about the freezer or your body isn't. Mm. So when your insulin is high, your body always goes to the fridge. And when you have less things in the fridge, your body is still like, I'm still going to the fridge, but I need less. And there's less mm. there. Since there's less in the fridge, I'm just going to eat less. Does it make sense right now? No, but the thing is... No, I, I think if... I mean, from what I got from that analogy, the freezer would be like your fat deposit. Exactly. So if there's less in the fridge... Yeah, man, but we don't talk about yeah, that in the podcast. Man, sometimes you just keep to yourself and you move on with life. Yeah, but I thought Yeah, like the like other day, I went to the bathroom and I, ha- I came out feeling hella refined. But like, I'm not going to... Refined? Gonna- Refreshed. Is that the word you want to use there? Refreshed. Refined. Refined. Talk it's like horror. he got out his impurities, now he's refined. <laughs> he walks out of the bathroom and he's a handsome squid. <laughs> yeah, but I don't talk about that in the podcast. The <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes... Like, also, this is the best setup, yo. You should do that. You should do this back on that clip and edge it forward. What? We should clip this back there and you edge it forward. But you just shut your damn mouth. Also, yeah, so in, in regards to what we were last talking about... Um, oh, as, in regards to what we were last talking about... Yeah. So the fasting thing, do it at your own risk, oh however God. you want to do it. Some people will believe me, some people believe Arsha. But at the end of the day, just do what you I think. I have a, a certified med- medical professional on my side. Yeah, but I have the mathematical proof. Shop. Oh, <laughs> I, wait a couple of years. <laughs> You've written some papers, right? No. <laughs> you sent me some texts. <laughs> same idea, published wrong. Yeah, but, so, be careful what you do fasting, and whatever, at the end of the day, the best thing is to be healthy, so whatever can make you healthy, you just do that. Don't yeah, I'm kind of sorry that the... That the end of the sock part video got cut off that was the most important part Ooh. whereas it, it was just talking about financial freedom like that's the that's the end goal for me at yeah, least you, personally. if you want to just touch upon that like yeah yeah so that um so just as a preface this is when he was talking it's about just a, a small recap yeah. that like yeah. yeah stocks are cool and all great and all whatever you want you know whatever anyone's cup of tea is of how they want to attain financial freedom but yeah like we're talking about like not amassing wealth for just being like a greedy old person. It's just like the end goal, at least for me, is that like being financially free to do what you want, when you want, with who you want, and not having to like always answer to a boss or be reliant upon someone. Yeah, like you're never, you might never be completely financially free, but like it does give you that flexibility in life. And that's what I want to have for like, to do what I want with my time, with like friends and family that I love. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, like, if you look at, I mean, if you're looking at financial freedom, like you said, like amassing wealth and being an old person, you're, I mean, that's stupid because then like, it's just, it becomes a number game. But if you can turn it into a very quality, mm-hmm. quality of life thing, yeah. Exactly. Like, so, uh, that book that I told you to read for a long time, but then never gave to you, <laughs> work week. I feel like I did that. Yes, oh, you know, something cool that I recently, I mean, I was saying to 
Zareer about that. I, th- I mean, we might have talked about it earlier. Oh, crap. I scratched my watch. But um, we were talking about, like, valuing your time and sometimes even, like, looking at it in terms of, like... Associating a monetary value to your time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but, like... Okay, so, you know something that blew my mind recently? Okay, I'll get into that. But, like... Like, oh, like... If I spent, like, for example, buying check, like how I, was, I said that I did this semester, yeah. because I spent three hours on one physics assignment. I was like, yeah. no way I'm doing this every week. Let me buy check. Maybe I'll take half the time. And it does. It takes an hour and a half, right? If I save an hour and a half four yeah. times a month, that check account's already paying for itself yeah. because I'm not sitting there wasting my time trying to figure out how exactly. to do it. There's a quicker way to learn how to do it. It shows me the steps. I can do it easier, right? Mm-hmm. Already, I would argue that the amount of time it saved me in that one month already paid for the three month subscription. However, there is a point to be made there, which is I agree with what you're saying. But are you actually? I think learning? I think Chegg might not be the best example because um, some of the best engineers out there who like you know did one school in engineering professors usually say the best way to learn something is to put your blood, sweat, and tears into it and to be totally confused by it until you get it. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I see that too, but like. Because I'm physics is in my life, you know. I need exactly. to pass the class. Yeah, he need he to, need his to just That's fulfill true. the requirement. That's true. And and I I do use. I'm, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. Like I don't care that much about yeah. it. Yeah. To and and to count on that, I do use. I do think Chegg is is an amazing dude. One time I, I was literally I I actually had that exact thought. I was sitting with my friend, and we were like about to work on a homework assignment. And we could have spent the rest of the night doing it, but we were like, check cost some dollars. We could literally buy for this one assignment, mm. and it'd be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Like a single assignment, and you could treat a lot of things in your life like that. When I worked at OIT, I thought of that job as a twenty-six dollar an hour job because it was only eleven dollars an hour, but I wasn't really doing much. Mm. So I, if I value my studying time at fifteen dollars an hour, yeah, for real, it's a twenty-six dollar an hour job. That's a very mm-hmm. generous way of thinking. What? I value studying time is like zero. No, you value each hour as $15 an hour. So yeah. Yeah. each hour he's at work, he's getting another hour of studying in, which is valued at $15 an hour. You know, you know what I, I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. And that, like, forget about money. This is what blew my mind. I heard about someone like you're valuing your time in terms of money because you hold money to be important, yeah. right? This is like this level of like, like, someone values their time in the amount of dhikr that they can do in that hour. Uh, so they're like, they're like, and now that I was like thinking about this, I was just like, as a kid, I, I don't know if you guys did this, but I was like, like not even, like just passively thinking about it. It's like, bro, like, yo, I just spent 15 minutes here. If I was, if I was at home in that 15 minutes, I could have gotten in a game of Halo or COD. Yeah, yeah. So that's like a like a, a yeah. passive way of doing that, yeah. right? You're valuing your time and what you hold important. Yeah. At that point, I was an eight-year-old. Yeah. I wanted to go home and play video games, yeah. Yeah. right? But like now, this guy is like next level, mashallah. This yeah. like such high level of faith that what they hold most important is their like faith and their connection to Allah and how much they remember Allah. Yeah. It's like that. Like he was like, oh, like I can get to a work. And the amount of time the I can get like I may I say subhanallah like three thousand times. Yeah. And if there's traffic, I'll, I'll say it seven thousand times. For our non-Muslim viewers, uh, dhikr is 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 remembrance of God. Yeah. And what he's saying is that you have more time to. Yeah. So just that, just like putting a certain number of 
like assigning your time to something to something valuable. that you yeah that you hold valuable and and yeah because money can just be arbitrary you know you almost feel like snake-like when you talk about money sometimes like, mm. you know yeah. what i mean yeah you're almost like oh this is like sometimes i do that with my family as a joke like like they'll be like oh you should do this and that or like i'll get on the phone with them like hurry up hurry <laughs> you're spending my you're spending <laughs> money, <laughs> money. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. and like it's it's funny because it's like it's like you're like a snake a little bit if you mm. do it and like that's the vibe but if you put it in terms of remembrance of god you can't go yeah. wrong with that or if mm-hmm. you put it in terms of just anything you find valuable. yeah money is like a tool to me it's like it can be used for good yeah. can be used for bad money money is there's there's no people always say there's no such thing as buying happiness but you can buy away a lot of stressors <laughs> yeah true you can yeah you know, uh yeah it, dep- it depends on your whole mindset, too. You, there's a whole bunch of rich people that are sad and I feel bad for them, but yeah. they have all the money that they would ever need. Yeah. But there's poor people, but they're happy with what they have. Exactly. And that's, that's what makes them rich. Exactly, exactly. And I, I think, uh, you know, that's a, that's a great thing that you said. If, if you're watching this on the video version on YouTube, you should definitely go check out the Spotify version. Yeah. Um, because we, we go a lot. We go, like, kind of in depth into that. And it was a shame that the video got cut oh, out. That's that's what happened. We can't change the past. We can't. You live we and you you just are content with what happens. Many yeah. many lesson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it like, yeah. When that happened, I was like, no, I wanna. There's no point. I was like, let's just let's just start the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanna no before we because I can feel like we're winding down a bit slowly. But like before we do end it, I wanna stress what Yusuf just said, right? Like. You can, there are a lot of people out there with a lot of wealth, but they aren't happy, right? And then there, on the flip side, there are people who don't have a lot of money and have a lot of hardships, but they are content with even the smallest things. And I think most of that is dependent on your mindset, right? So, like, if you are a naturally greedy person or, like, you always want the next thing, I don't think you're ever going to be satisfied. And that's going to ruin your life, ruin sure. your livelihood and ruin your relationships and things like that. But... You have to, like, I don't know about for like, non-Muslim viewers, but, like, in Islam, it's very important to, like, be appreciative and, like, acknowledge the blessings you receive, right? Like, like, like I remember when I was, when, when, you're, when you're a kid, you're taught in Islamic school, like, the amount of blessings you have is infinite and you can never count them, right? And like, you kind of, like, brush it off, like, yeah, yeah, obviously, no doubt, like, it's just a given, right? But as you grow older, like, I don't want to sound like a boomer, but, like, you begin to appreciate, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, simple things, like, oh, I... I'm able to see my friends. I'm able to move and talk. I have three meals a day. I get to hang out and. Th- Yo, like compared to what kings had yeah. hundreds of years ago, we're living that lifestyle. Three meals a day, yeah. meat in every single meal, li- sleeping on like this comfortable mattress. Exactly. Driving around. This is that's faster than any horse back in the day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so like, like, yeah, we're living. Most of the people are living the good life, right? But I feel like most of the people compare themselves to what other people have, and that's just. That's just gonna ruin you, yo. Yeah. And like my message to the people who are listening, right? Like I don't want to seem like, like, uh, like, yeah, just listen to me. I'm the life coach or whatever. But like I think, <laughs> like, it's important to recognize that a lot of us have hidden blessings, and the sooner we acknowledge that, and the sooner we accept that, that's good for us. The happier we'll be. And at the end of the day, isn't that what's most important? Just for us mm-hmm. to be happy people. Yeah, sure. yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh... I think that's a great note. You should, yeah, you should start your own. Um, what's it like the life coach thing? Moment, like the the mementos thing, like the 
Memento mm. of Comrade Life Coaches every year. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like mean, your own book. Oh, yeah. um, Manifesto? Yeah, Manifesto. Manifesto. Karl right? Marx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stop touching your toe. But yeah. Um, don't touch my damn toe. That could be, that could be like a nice closing for that. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, despite everything I said, mm. it's important that you're a happy person. Yeah. <laughs> I did not touch someone. You must have a violent revolution that overthrows <laughs> the, the 1% and blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, just like be happy. Done. Be yeah. content. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if, what, okay, in, in one sentence, what are your final words, this, both of you? What are your final words? You one sentence. One sentence. Dang. No, we'll leave it for the end since you. Yeah. You're I, 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 I technically went. It's just like acknowledge, acknowledge your blessings and be happy because at the end of the Ooh, day, that's all that matters. Yeah. Okay, mine is start pissing outside more frequently. You'll get more in touch with your. Was that recorded? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. 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 We'll get more in touch with yourself and your body and nature. I want to yeah. get more in touch with yourself and your body. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, my, my one sentence is... Wait, this sounds so much cornier than what I thought about. But I was like... Like, believe in yourself and you have the power to do what you sent your mind to. That's, that's better that's than part. pissing outside. <laughs> I, I think our, our, our senses reflected a lot of our attitudes. We have this guy who's like... Like does not see the mood and tries to be funny. Tries. You mean tro- emphasis on try? Yeah, I think I'm apparently my character on the podcast is the token. <laughs> You're a communist. The token communist, but like, I think You're communist that pisses inside. All I time. think my common themes throughout episodes, even with other guests, is that I like to see things from like a psychological perspective on how people should feel, right? So like mental health and all those things. I think I value that a lot. So I guess that affects who I am, and then you. Especially from this podcast, I know for a fact that you're definitely a hard worker, and there are few people in life that actually that I actually mean this to. But like when you like people always say when you're a kid, oh, if you put in effort, you'll get it. But I 100% mean this, Yusuf. Like if you put your mind to anything, I'm confident you can achieve that. it. And I think yeah. like, yeah, that's compliment me. No, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting blushing. I'm blushing. <laughs> I want to send the guest to you one time. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Compliment. Comment below, you, comment below if you want Arshan as our guest. But yeah, I think that should wrap it up for this episode. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast as usual. Next week, we'll be back with another episode. And again, don't forget, we are now on Spotify and a bunch of other podcast platforms. Check out our Instagram for the link tree with all the links everywhere. And follow us on every platform you can. Nobody watching this part of the video. Thank you guys for listening. You can say whatever you want right now. You can say the most egregious thing ever and no one will ever find I know Blah is listening to this. Blah, I love you. And also, <laughs> put this in the beginning then. This is an important announcement. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good day. Night. See ya. Peace out. Boy. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. Holiday. Ah, that was pretty fun.